Here's three great reasons to get the new Samsung Galaxy S21 5G at T-Mobile. One, it's free for both current and new customers when you trade in an eligible device. Two, T-Mobile's the leader in 5G coverage. So three, you can unleash 5G speeds in more places with your new phone. Get the new Galaxy S21 free at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G coverage. Phone via 24 monthly bill credits plus tax. If you cancel credit, stop and balance on required finance agreement may be due. Contact us. Qualifying credit and consumer plan required. See details at T-Mobile.com. Love Talk Radio.
Mayotte Hotel. You're listening to the Robert X Forum by way of Truth to Power, and my name is Beverly D. And they're falling like dominoes. Robert X Hotep, how are you feeling this evening? Hotep, Sister Bear. Hotep, family Bear. You must be psychic. (laughs) (laughs) And I haven't even looked at the news for a few days here. And uh, before we get started, I wanted to tell the people I'm on a new computer. So uh, I might not be able to get you in the chat room tonight, so I'm still working on it. And Hotep family, <laughs> miss everybody. We miss you. No, Bev, you hit it right on the head. They falling like dominoes. <laughs> so and, uh, and- what, what happened to Kavanaugh? I haven't heard the. I haven't looked at TV in two days. So uh, is 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 they keeping him out his position? What's going on with that? Uh, nothing that they do will prevent him from being uh, appointed to the Supreme Court. All right. Just a done deal. You heard it here. You heard and, it here on Truth to Power. And the reason that that's the case is because much of the opposition that's coming against him is really about coming against Trump. Mm-hmm. And it's this transparent as transparency can be. Everybody can see through it. It's been going on since he was first nominated. They started running around hollering and screaming from day one. But what they really don't understand is I'm going to go on the books right now to say that Trump, before he leaves office, will appoint two more Supreme Court justices. Mm. Which means that he will have appointed more Supreme Court justices than anybody since the founding of the so-called country. Mm, Wow. And uh, there's not a whole lot that they can do about it because they're getting ready to take a bath in November. All of the indicators are pointing to mass insurrection away from the Democratic Party and all of the mechanisms that they're using to, uh, I'm going to use their word, bully people Mm -hmm. on one end of the spectrum and attempt to persuade them with this constant negative bombardment is going to backfire on them big time. And I'm not telling the family anything they haven't already said. We said this some time ago, that, the Republicans will maintain the House and the Senate absent many of the, well, I shouldn't say many, let's just say some of the really bad Republicans that were in league with what they call the deep state. This is the that, this is why the House Speaker stepped down. Yeah. Okay, Ryan, and there's a host of them. They're all losing their seats because Trump is going to expose them and has been exposing them by bringing up legislation or supporting legislation 
that goes against the so-called deep state, the one world government people that the Republican leadership has been supporting. That's why John McCain is no longer here. John McCain is not supposed to be here. Uh, His bosom buddy, literally, Lindsey Graham, uh, is attempting to turn over a new leaf because he sees the handwriting on the wall. One thing I will give these lesbian women credit for, because I've used the same phrase, and I've told white people this, you really are not going to have decent, clean, or somewhat clean government until you get rid of all them old white men. And for that matter, uh, there needs to be a corresponding house cleaning with old Negro men and old Negro women, along with old white women. Uh, Can you say Nancy Pelosi, Dianne Feinstein, and a host of others that's been up there for who knows how long, they running a scam on the people. It's not about Democrat, Republican. It's about right and wrong. And and for black people, Bev, we know firsthand that's, that's why right. they got Obama out there. Uh, they went and got their head Negro and put him out of here. He can't draw flies. <laughs> Even with free tickets. And the reason that he can't, Bev, is because mm-hmm. he has no charisma whatsoever. If he ain't reading from a script, He's an empty suit. Look at him. Yeah. All anybody has to do is look at the speeches that he gives. They're about as generic as generic can get. That's right. All fake emotion. And let's flip that around. And I just happen to have got the opportunity. And I never do this, Bear, ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I watched two of Trump's speeches this week. Okay. I have never, ever watched an entire speech by any president, ever. Okay. But I have to admit, the stuff that I heard him saying, I can't see how any black people would be against it. I mean, he was busting them out. And he was talking off his head. There was no Mm -hmm. teleprompter. Okay? And that's what really makes him dangerous because he knows how to play to a crowd. I guess his TV program really laid the groundwork for how he would appeal to people because I'm telling you, speeches that I saw him make, they were unbelievable. This is Robert X saying this. Okay, And to support what I'm saying, this last speech, uh, I saw the one he did in Nevada, and then he did one a day or so later in Missouri. The one in Missouri had 20,000 people in attendance. Hmm. But that wasn't it there. They turned away almost 20,000. And they really now, believe they're going to win, and the Blues believe they're going to win in November. I don't think that that's the case, Bib. I think that's why you see them clowning 
trying to dredge up some kind of emotional response, some issue to run on because they don't have any, because Trump is dropping bombs, and even when he ain't dropping bombs, they're self-immolating. Yeah. They're self-destructing. That's why you see the New York Times all of a sudden comes out with a fake article talking about Rosenstein, talking about wearing a wire. Well, just a week before that, the New York Times is printing all kind of anonymous stories with anonymous sources talking about taking down Trump and his administration. Well, which one is it, New York Times? You want people to believe you because you know that there's nothing that they can do to stop what's coming. And it, it basically is going to not just land on politicians when the hammer falls, the hammer is going to fall on people in the media who are in collusion with the intelligence agencies, particularly people from the New York Times and the Washington Post and CNN. Mm-hmm. So that's why the New York Times ran that article trying to make Rosenstein, that's their guy, okay. look bad. And, and the Republicans were already uh, aware of what was going on. So they was telling Trump, don't fire him because it's a trap. And they're right. I smelled it out from the moment I heard about it because I know that's what the New York Times do. Remember, Bev, this is a counterintelligence operation. Right. And counterintelligence is based on lies. So all of the mainstream media has been lying on this guy for two years and so now how are they going to look when the documentation gets released in a few days and it's, it's exactly the opposite of everything they've been telling the people? You see, so people are going down. There's so much stuff going on there. Man, oh, man, I have never, ever, in in my 40 years of doing this, I have never seen this much going on at the same time. Right. What's the name of this form, Bill? What, what did we decide to name this form? Hide and seek. Who's hiding and who's hide? seeking? Absolutely. Hide and seek. When I was a kid, we used to play this little game called hide and seek. I'm sure the family, uh, those who are older, uh, uh, remember this game, you know, as kids, uh, uh, whoever got found first would have to go and look for somebody else, but he would have to close his eyes and say this little rhyme uh, called Last Night, Night Before. You ever play that game, man? Sure it's did. Like, Last night, night before, 24 robbers at my door. I woke up, let them in. Hit him in the head up with a rolling pin, all in. And then everybody <laughs> yep. that, that was hitting would all yell, and that, now you got to go and find them, right? Right. Well, that's what we got, Bev. That's what we're in the middle of right now. Yeah. We're right in the middle of last night, night before, 24 robbers at my, my door trying to stick me up. But I got up and let them in, but I hit them in the head with a rolling pin. <laughs> that's 
<laughs> that's the game of hide and seek that these yeah. criminals are playing with the people right now. But what they don't understand is Trump is one of those people that has this intuition that allows him to see beyond where everybody's hiding. He generally knows people's <laughs> attitudes, so he knows where to go and look for them right away. So whoever he wants to be it, are it. And this is what they haven't quite come to understand yet. So I guarantee you, family, within the next two two years, Hillary Clinton is going to be indicted. They are already, as we speak, already, you've got uh, former FBI attorney, uh, James Baker uh, testifying to secret grand jury. The only one. Uh, who else? I can't think of the other, other people. Oh, uh, uh, oh, I can't think of their name. But that's just because there's so much stuff going on, babe. And I've been on this since I got up today. So I didn't get through mm-hmm. reading until 8 o'clock. Okay. Wow. But uh, you got secret grand juries that are that are going on right now. All right. Mm-hmm. And a couple of the FBI people at the very top got busted. I'm talking Trump and Andrew McCabe trying to erase classified information before they left the FBI. They didn't realize that they were under surveillance. Wow. Cold busted. This is what and why you see the whole Andrew McCabe CIA operation being laid out. Now, I have as much information about the background of this little white girl, Blazy. That's it. All right. Blazy Ford or whatever the hell her name is. Mm-hmm. Her, her lawyer, her lawyer is Deborah Katz. Come right out, right out of the Clinton, Hillary Clinton stable. Another yep. Clinton attorney. Okay. Yep. While all that was going on, just prior to this white girl coming out, um. Lindsey Graham, that same Lindsey Graham that was buddy-buddy, the bosom buddy to John McCain, asked some very interesting questions when he got the opportunity to question Kavanaugh. And one thing that he asked about specifically was military tribunals. Hmm. And I, I saw that and I said, why is this guy, this Closeted gay guy mm-hmm. asking uh, uh, Kavanaugh about military tribunals, and the reason that he asked that is because just before that, or during that same week, he said the session should be fired. He was one of the first people that came out with McCain and said, "Hands off, Jeff Sessions." Okay. okay. Now, we said that 
one of two people would have to go in order for the log jam uh, to get removed. It would either be Sessions or his deputy that's really running the Justice Department, Rod Rosenstein. Mm-hmm. Now, I think it's also interesting, Sister Bev, that when you survey the landscape, outside is a little Asian woman that's a straight-up idiot, Okay. <laughs> Uh, these people are anti-man, and they don't hide it. All of this women's stuff is being run through the LGBT movement. I don't right. give a damn if it's me too, you too, them, us, they, whatever. It's all fake phony, all designed to create tension. Between men and women This is what this so-called Feminist movement has done For many years But they've never had The kind of power That they've had since the Obama Administration He came in and opened the doors And I don't have to tell nobody In the family If you've been a subordinate to one of these LGBT people under Obama Man they will make you Swallow your sexuality you couldn't say, do, or think anything out loud around these people. They will run to the bosses and have you fired. And most of them are the bosses themselves. Yes, that is correct. And, of course, Hollywood fits right into that, that same paradigm. That's why Hollywood, which has been, I mean, you can't turn on anything. Uh I just got through watching, what was it, American Horror. Mm-hmm. And it's like a 12-hour excursion into sadomasochism and death. Celebrate mm-hmm. it. I kid you not, Bear. Okay? This is on FX. Okay. Uh, I think this is, this is their second season, but I'm, I'm digressing a little bit here. But the, the point is, all of this stuff, all of it, is being run through this whole LGBT thing. And that's why this little idiot Asian woman, I don't know her name. I don't want to know her name. I, it's just um, amazing to me that anybody that stupid could get elected. How could anybody get elected to office being as stupid as this woman is? And I'm not saying that for any other reason, but I listen to the things that she said, and they make absolutely no sense. This woman came out and said that uh, the accuser against this guy, Kavanaugh, uh, shouldn't have to prove anything. The mere fact that they make accusations against you is reason enough to disqualify you for anything. Now, I ain't one to make no excuses for the behavior of no man because I've come on this radio and I stand in front of a room full of people. And I've pointed out that if an item, how I feel about the relationship between black men and black women specifically and how we are both victims in this insanity and have no power over our own family structures. Uh, forget about 
power outside of our own singular family structures or relationships. So we in America, and we are beaten, broken people. That's why you heard me apologize for all the sisters that have been raped by black men. I didn't say white men. I said black men. So as a black man, I feel somewhat responsible for that, even though I ain't never did anything remotely connected to maybe pinching a booty or two in third grade. I plead guilty. But beyond that, that's because I was just coming into what a female, how, how gorgeous a female booty really was, all right? But that was in, in third grade. I was eight years old. Uh, nothing like that has happened any circumstance uh, that I've been related to, okay? Uh, but this stuff that these people are doing, and I ain't got no love for no Kavanaugh, no Trump, no Obama, or any other politician. I got love for the truth. And the truth is, this stuff is phony as a box of rocks. Okay, all of it. Let me give you an example, Sister Bear. And I have perhaps more information on this white girl, Blazy Ford or whatever, again. Right. I've been reading so much stuff there, I can't keep her name (laughs) in my mind because it's just so phony. It's so much CIA, MK Ulster stuff involved with this woman. It's unbelievable. And I got at least a dozen articles or more connecting her and her daddy, just like Peter Stroke and his daddy that we dealt with uh, uh, the last time we at the last forum. Right. We pointing out that he's FBI and CIA, and his daddy was CIA, long-time CIA. Well, Blazy Ford's daddy was directly connected and worked for the CIA for years at a high level, okay? And this home of the Stanford Research Institute, which is like uh, the cousin to uh, the British uh, mind control agency that I'm running a blank on, uh, But her daddy and her program at Stanford is directly funded by the CIA, and it deals with mind control. How difficult would it be for her daddy or those involved to program her about a relationship that never took place? They say when it happened because they ain't got no dates. So she ain't got no date that it happened. She ain't got no time. She ain't got no witnesses because it's all the part of post-hypnotic suggestion that this Mm -hmm. was put in her head, okay? Uh, And she just happens Mm -hmm. to work in the mind control division under the CIA finance program at Stanford University. Mm. So obvious, so obvious. Unbelievable, Bev. (laughs) Absolutely unbelievable. And when when the politicians give her the opportunity to come forward, they didn't expect for this to happen. They had other people waiting in the wings. Even mm-hmm. Stormy Daniels' lawyer, 
even he come out now at the last moment, they don't even want to deal with him because it's going to show how ridiculous the whole thing is, man. Mm-hmm. But even he come out, okay? I'm looking mm-hmm. for the article here, points out that he has people that are ready to come forth to point out that Kavanaugh was uh, engaged in orgies and all kind of stuff. <laughs> oh Lord! And ain't this man had all kind of FBI? Uh, ain't they? And he went through all of these. Uh, what do you go through when you got it? I mean, he went through all of that. Now all of a sudden, they went and found something that the FBI and them couldn't find when they was investigating him. Six FBI investigations. Six. Mm. Six, and now all of a sudden, uh, Stormy Daniels' lawyer is finding stuff that nobody else could find, okay? Nobody. Uh, Check this. Even liberals are trashing porn star attorney Avenatti for his dubious Kavanaugh gang rape allegations. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I I don't even know Kavanaugh, but just from looking at him, he don't even look like the type. Uh, look like he grew up in the in uh in the Valley of the Jolly. Yes. Uh, what you know, was that program? He, the Ozzy Ozzy and Harriet show. Ozzy and Harriet. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. That's right. That's what he looks uh, like. He couldn't even be a Wally Haskell type, okay, <laughs> from Leave it to Beaver. He don't yeah. even fit that mold. Uh-huh. Uh, all he missing is some wireframe glasses. And you know something, Bear? Uh-huh. I, I, didn't hear, I didn't hear this guy's voice until approximately 30 minutes before we went on air tonight. Okay. It's your first time hearing his voice? It's my first time hearing his voice. When I heard or saw the clip of uh, uh, Lindsey Graham questioning him, it was just Lindsey Graham asking the question, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't hear his voice, so I didn't know his voice was as deep as it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's obvious, it's obvious to any and everybody that this whole thing is crumbling around them, and they're trying to do whatever it takes to make sure that they can uh, uh, move Trump off of the release of the Pfizer documentation and uh, some of the text messages, because the text messages have to do with Comey, McCabe, Peter Stroke, Bruce Orr, and Lisa Page. And None of those text messages have anything to do with national security classification. Because if it is, they violated the law by texting classified information, and you don't do right. that. Well, right. The texts don't have anything to do with that at all. And the Intelligence Committee people have pointed out, at least from the Republican side, absolutely nothing uh 
in the testimonies of these people because they presided over the testimonies that has anything to do with national security. What it really has to do with naming the names of the people that participated in the creation and the using of the fake dossier to basically go at Trump. And it's so it's so deep there that the British the British contacted Trump last week and begged him not to release the documentation. That's why he didn't release it last week. Because this don't mm. just it ain't just the British, it's the Australian government too. Mm. Okay. Remember, it was one of their ambassadors who was really CIA, just like all right. U.S. ambassadorships, right. okay, are really, they work for the State Department, which is the headquarters for the all the intelligence community, mm-hmm. the State Department. That's why Hillary set over the State Department. Mm-hmm. So she felt like with her connection to and control of the intelligence community, she can control everything. And that's really true. Okay? So let me go and give the family one article. Uh, This article just came out, okay, Uh, before we went on air today. I just got through reading it, but I had to because it, it will remove the need for me to uh, read these other dozen articles that I have that all relate to this one article. And it's, it's of course, from Zero Head. Uh, it's called CIA Money Trap Set. CIA Money Trap Set. Kavanaugh Accuser. CIA Ties. Okay? Now, again, I've got at least a dozen articles, maybe a little less, maybe from 10 to 12, that I guarantee you, you won't see on mainstream media. But it's just good to see Zero Head. Basically, it's a compilation of all those articles, because many of the articles in this publication, I did the research on over the weekend before this article came out uh, today or last night, okay? Mm -hmm. So here's what they say. All of the other witnesses have come forward and stated that they have no recollection of the event and have taken a step further to say that Brett Kavanaugh is an honest, ethical, and respectable individual. Everybody at the party said they had no idea what Christine Blasey Ford is talking about. Even her longtime friend, Leland Ingham Kaiser, okay? There was a theory presented by Ed Whalen, a former clerk for Galea and currently president of the Ethics and Public Policy Center, a conservative think tank, suggested that Kavanaugh's high school doppelganger, Chris Garrett, may have in fact been responsible for Blasey Ford's recollection. Okay. Uh, I found it interesting that they would go uh, to the extremes of saying he's got a a, a, a ghost, a lookalike, okay, which he does. Right. But uh, why would anybody put that on the table? It ain't necessary once you understand where she come from. 
what our, mm-hmm. our family history is. Mm-hmm. They go in here to say, let's understand, deep state forces are a bit bitter. The CIA et al. utilized a number of techniques to achieve their goals. What if this incident was a total fabrication, part of a CIA honey trap? This person's father works for the CIA. He was an executive of the bank that handled the CIA's black budget. Now, here's what's here was interesting about that to me. Hillary Clinton's father, ran in one of those kind of banks uh, here in downstate Illinois, okay? One of those intelligence-connected banks. But his bank, Clinton's father, was an uh, intelligence-connected bank, okay, that they could always use if they had to. Okay. And Barack Obama's mama-in-law worked at a CIA-run bank. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Michelle oh, yeah. Mama. No, no, not not with, on, on his mama's, his mama-in-law. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. His grandmother. Oh, his grandmother worked there. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now I can see yeah. that. I can see that. Yeah, because okay. remember, his, his grandfather worked for CIA Airlines. So right, right. Obama's mama worked for the CIA, but she came into it through her mother and father mm. who worked for the CIA. So I just find it quite interesting, these family connections with these people. Uh, yeah. but they, go on here to Sandy, they go on to say in the article that there was an article from a site called Impious Digest that stated that Christine's father Ralph G. Blasey Jr. had worked for the CIA and was a vice president for the National Savings and Trust Black Budget Bank known for funding CIA deep state operations. That's today's family. They go on here to say, taken over by Sun Trust Bank. That lets you know what Sun Trust is really all about. Because ain't nobody taking over no CIA bank but another CIA bank. When CIA banks uh, go out of business, they get shut down. That's why many of the credit unions got shut down uh, after Neil Bush and uh, several other Republican kids got busted stealing money and laundering drug money. Uh, in the savings and loans and credit unions back in the 80s, including John McCain. By the way, an interesting article on that, or you can just Google Silverado. Silverado, the son of another politician who was running as the vice presidential running mate uh, with the little white boy that, uh, they painted him as being Snoopy because he got in a tank mm-hmm. and put the helmet on. This is back in the 90s. Okay. No, I can't think, can't think of none of these people's names. Anyway, his vice presidential running mate, his son, Lan Benson, that's his son's name, Lan Benson, 
What was that guy's name? I know his last name was Benson. But he was an old, shriveled-up white boy. Mm-hmm. But, but it's it's just like Joe Biden and his son. How the hell his son get mega multi-million dollar contracts crane before the, the so-called new government that was <coughs> part of a CIA coup was even put in place? Hmm. <coughs> How did he get the contract? This is Joe Biden's son, but he's running around here calling people names. Hmm. That same son left his wife and family and went and married his brother's wife, who was killed, in, or I think he was killed in a car accident. Anyway, right. he did. So he went, he- left his family, and went and got his brother's family. Mm. And Joe Biden said that was okay with him. Mm. Man, oh, I mean it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just unbelievable, family. Okay. Now this is the stuff that the mainstream media don't really want to tell people, because they want you to view your politicians as somebody that you should worship. So they call them officials. Ain't nothing official about them bastards unless they're official criminals, all of them. That's what they are. I didn't say Republicans. I didn't say Democrats. I said all of them because if they weren't, you wouldn't have one-tenth of one percent of what you see going on right now. That's right. The only way this kind of stuff could happen is in a criminal environment. And that's what they're scared of. This article goes on to say, uh, National Savings and Trust was taken over by SunTrust Bank, whose majority share owner is the CIA-linked investment fund BlackRock. So SunTrust Bank's majority owner is the CIA-linked investment fund BlackRock. Kind of like Facebook and Twitter and Google and all of them being financed by InQtail, which is the CIA venture capital arm. And now people are running around hollering and screaming uh, because they're getting kicked off of Facebook and all that stuff. I'm talking about the the Alice Jones type people who knew this from the beginning, okay? So now they're going to kick them off PayPal. I can tell you point blank, Bear, and something. Mm-hmm. If they're listening, members of your audience, members of the family will tell you that they have emailed me to want to send me money by PayPal, and I've told them, yeah. thanks, yeah. I don't do I don't yeah. do PayPal. Yeah. So yeah. At, at some point, if you understand what's going on, yeah, it's going to cost you monetarily. Stuff that I know on Facebook, uh, and YouTube and all that kind of stuff, yeah, I could benefit monetarily. But at what cost to your principal? You see? So I don't want to hear Alex Jones bitching and moaning, even though he's correct. He's correct. He shouldn't have been kicked off the platform. But the point is, it was predictable. Everything they do is predictable. And he's always bragging. About I'm the first this I'm the you ain't the first nothing. Okay. Now 
I'll go to bat when he's being done wrong, just like anybody else, because it's about truth. And what they're doing to him is absolutely wrong. By the same token, if you smart as you say you are, Mr. Jones, you should have known this from the beginning, because I did. And I ain't running around here talking about I got 5 million uh, uh, viewers and followers. I ain't got no followers. I don't believe in nobody following me nowhere. So I don't have none. I got respect for people who listen to my point of view and I listen to theirs. It's called respect. Okay? And eventually, uh, when you don't really have a firm foundation you stand on, you're going to get shaken over and taken over anyway. And that's what's happened to a lot of people. Close their eyes to the reality that all of those so-called social media platforms are run by Jews because they can't say it. They can't say it. He ain't going to say it. Financed by the CIA. Well, what the hell is the link between the Jews and the CIA? Well, the answer is they've taken it over. Go go and look at some of the early members of the CIA who founded the CIA. You'll find that they were Jews. And right after that took place, they started working their way into uh, fraternities and sororities that were originally called secret societies like Skull and Bone. I'll give you a classic example, family. Uh, you remember the little white boy that uh, that basically presided over the investigation into the Clinton shenanigans in the 90s? He was a special counsel. What happened to him? Oh, they just trotted him back out here recently. Okay. I can't recall his name. Ken Starr. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Starr, yeah. Ken Starr. Now, watch this, family. His uncle, I think it's his uncle, was C.V. Starr. C.V. Starr was one of the founding members of the CIA. Mm. Google the family. Now, collapse occurred. It one of the major firms to get uh, take a bath uh, was AIG, American Insurance Group. American Insurance Group was a total CIA operation in Asia. Total CIA, and they got bailed out. Total CIA. So how does CV star? How does his prodigy, Ken Star, preside over the Monica Lewinsky fake out and miss all them other women that have been raped by Clinton? How does that happen? And we said it back then that Ken Star was put there to preside over the uh, uh, fake-out to make sure that the Clintons didn't go to jail. That's why he was there. Because ain't nowhere in hell you could miss all them women that were being raped by Bill Clinton. The stories were everywhere, even in the mainstream media in Arkansas. Somehow, Ken Starr couldn't find nothing but Monica Lewinsky. 
stories in mainstream Arkansas newspapers like the Arkansas Democrat Gazette talking about Clinton giving toga parties with young girls. Toga parties with tables full of cocaine. You know, toga parties like in the the movie with John Belushi. Well, well they have all that all the coke on the table. Well, the, the toga party is where they dress like they back in the Roman Empire. You know, just get you a oh. sheet, in other words, and throw it over you. Okay. okay. Well, this is men and women, but basically young girls, high school girls, mm. with Clinton in the governor's mansion in Arkansas. Mm. So I'm sure, family, I, I, I had all those articles from mainstream media way back then talking about all this stuff. And, of course, uh, Ken Starr couldn't find none of it. So now you got Mueller, right? And now that whole thing is just blowing up, just blowing up royally in his face. And I'm going to say it again. What that means is a total takedown of the Bush Clinton and Obama faction with Obama bearing the brunt of it. Because hmm. it was under his administration that all hell broke loose. So he going to bear the brunt of it. Okay. Well, that's typical. It is. And when you lay down with dogs, don't come around yeah. me scratching. Get your ass in the tub. Okay, go somewhere else, scratch it. The article goes on to say, the article states that Blasey Jr. is still a vice president for a security guard corporation that provides protection to deep state entities. Hmm. This is this girl's brother, okay? What? Yeah, they go on to say. What's his name again? Ralph Blasey Jr. Okay. This is all in the article. They got them underlined, so you can go and pull up the articles yourself. Okay. So they go on here to say, because I have these articles already, that's what I'm saying. This article is composite of all the research that I have from the other articles. Okay, so I only have to deal with this one. They say, CIA black money operative Ralph G. Blasey Jr., is the vice president of business development of Red Coats, Inc., whose Admiral Security Services provides armed security for deep state elites in Washington, D.C. That's overseen by Red Coats, Inc. co-founder and vice chairman, William F. Peel III, and whose data watch systems Peel the third also controls has U.S. contracts extending till June the 23rd, 2023, to provide U.S. defense and intelligence agencies with facility management systems to include accessories and repair parts, computerized systems for surveillance, monitoring, controlling signaling, and reporting multiple functions gives insight or potential motivations on why Ford decided to come out now. 
Blasey Jr. did know of a researcher while at the CIA, uh, Stanford University psychiatric professor, Dr. Frederick T. Melgis, who helped craft the MK Ultra program. Let me read that again because, see, I know the media missed stuff, right? And then got the nerve to call themselves mainstream. Check this again, family. Uh, this gives insight on potential motivations on why Blazy Ford decided to come out now. It's important to note that Blazy Jr. did know of a researcher while at the CIA. Stanford University psychiatric professor, Dr. Frederick T. Melgis, who helped craft the MK Ultra program. Christine, this this is sister, is a professor at the same university working on psychotherapy, especially the effects of psychotropic drugs on children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right, family. Them same psychotropic drugs that all these mass shooters just happen to be on. She working on them for the children. What a nice lady. Mm -hmm. Sound like a monster to me. That's exactly what they are, Ben. That's what they are. In a word, they are monsters. They go on to say, we've seen this before. See, and I'm going to say it before they say it. I've seen this same playbook get pulled out at least four other times in the last few years. They did it to Julian Assange. And that's one of the first cases that came to my mind. And we talked about that right here on this program, Ben. Mm-hmm. When they wanted to, to get Julian Assange, they went and got two white women that he had had sex with. Come to find out one of them worked for Mossad and the other one worked for the CIA. Hmm. And they were sent to him to do just that, to set him up. And that's what he's been running away from ever since. Now, it has since come out that he really hasn't committed any crime. This is Julian Assange. Mm -hmm. The reason that he held up in that embassy is because the deep state, that's the Clinton people, the Bush people, right. the Obama people, are going to try to kill him. Not because he committed a crime, but because he released that them uh, emails that was given to him by the little white boy that got double-tapped in the head or in the back mm-hmm. by however many times they shot him. So they had to turn Julian Assange and WikiLeaks into some Russian, some Russian intelligence, and nothing could be from the truth. But they have to do that because they started this. This is where they started. As soon as Hillary lost, they started running around talking about Russia, Russia, Russia. So now we see there the connections with this girl and her family MK Ultra. Now, yeah. I don't deal with conspiracy theory. I just deal with conspiracies. 
And for anybody to come to tell me, as much work as I've done on MK Ultra, anybody to come to tell me that it's out of the realm of possibility that this guy would have his daughter programmed to think that she's been something because they can always go and, and remove the programming. And she's sitting up there working in a CIA-sponsored program at Stanford University. Now, they go on here in the article to say, Dr. Blasey, this is the girl, currently oversees the CIA undergraduate internship program Stanford University developed by the notorious CIA-connected Stanford University psychiatric professor, Dr. Frederick T. Mingles, who in 1985 took into his care the homeless woman, Lois Lane, who assassinated CIA paymaster Nick Deke, and afterwards saw the CIA's black operations monies being controlled by Ralph G. Blasey Jr., who just happens to be the father of Dr. Christine Blasey. Mm. And wow. by the way, family, I got the article on this homeless woman, Lois Lane, who assassinated this guy, this CIA guy, this paymaster named Nick Deke, okay? But when you go and pull this article up, if you click on the uh, the darkened words, I'm sure you can pull up the information on it because I have it, okay? So, now, I, I said I'm not going to deal with anything else with that stuff because I know where it's going. Is going absolutely nowhere. Nowhere. It's part of Psycho Intel Pro. And again, it's no small coincidence that as we go on, they mention Intel Pro. Psycho Intel Pro is psychological intelligence programs being run on people using technology and psychological techniques. COINTELPRO was a counterintelligence program in the 50s and the 60s that would use, for the most part, human intelligence. They don't have to do that anymore. They still do it, but they rely more on wiretapping and, and that kind of stuff now, okay, because of the nature of the technology that they have to work with. It's far better. Right. Okay, so there you have it, family. Now I'm sure you have a different point of view. This is why Robert X. B. upset about this this so-called me because it ain't nothing but some lesbians who use in the frustration of women, just like the Democratic Party, use the frustration of black people to push a totally different agenda, just like the Jews have used slavery and all this stuff to hide behind the black people. And if you look at the people involved in this stuff today, you'll find that, wow, everywhere you turn, it seems like every other person is a Jew, but yet they ain't but 2% of the population. It's crazy, family. Yes, it is. And it it seems like that they're pushing uh, black women, women of color, to run for these local offices, office too. Well, that 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 is that's always been a part of their mission. But if you look at what they're running on, 
some as dumb as a box of rocks. I love yes, women, yeah. okay? But I really love smart, intelligent women, okay? I mean, uh, excuse my language, man, but I literally get an erection from <laughs> <laughs> in the presence of, you know, smart women. I'm telling you. Yeah. Look, she can eat ham hocks and, and, and neck bones six days a week. Is she intelligent? Oh, man. I'm going to sit there and eat some ham hop and neck bones with her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you about Robert X, all right? Because uh, I know that if if our mindset don't match to some degree in terms of what it is that interests you, you're not going to hold my interest very long. That's just how it works. Now, if I'm not into the things that I'm into, might be something totally different. I might be just a booty chaser. Oh, speaking of booty chasing, I heard mm-hmm. Clyde one day last week talking about uh, Beyonce being busted out by one of her band members, pointing out that she has been using witchcraft on her. She don't like her no more. Mm-hmm. So this drummer, her drummer, said that Beyonce okay. has been using witchcraft on her. You can pull that up. You can Google that family. And I thought that was quite interesting uh, in light of Trump consistently for the last couple of years using the word witch hunt. Right. And at the same time, he being hunted by witches. <laughs> right, right. There's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them. I mean, but the irony of all of this, Bev, the irony of all of it is that it's not ironic. There's something else at work here, okay? Mm-hmm. It's like in the past couple of weeks you had the observatory closed down, right? I didn't know that. I didn't hear that because I haven't really been paying close attention. Okay, the observatory oh, yeah, closed down. Yeah, this has been uh, – I forget the – Forget the name of the observatory, but all of a sudden it just closed down, and they they sent a Black Hawk helicopter in there, and the FBI to remove the people that live off of this mountain. Mm. Okay, where the observatory is located. So what's that Damn. about? They moved all the people off. Yeah, people still they trying see- to figure it out, babe. Go ahead. Now the observatory is that where the big telescopes is that what is that what that was? Yes, but this was just one observatory, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm surprised you you weren't aware of that. It's now, I heard everywhere. you know how you you walking past and you hear something about uh, getting rid of the people uh, in the mountain, but I haven't sat down and just heard the whole thing. Right. Well, yeah, uh, I tried to stay away from it, but uh, as I went and took a look into it, I found out that it wasn't just that one observatory. There were six others all closed down at the same. It's called the Sunspot Observatory. That was the original one, okay? Okay. And then they said that the reason that they closed it down was somebody was – looking at child porn mm-hmm. on the computer system in this remote area. Uh, 
that's around Area 51, and I mean, just a whole lot of government stuff is is in the vicinity of this observatory. But there were six other ones around the planet that closed down as well. As if they didn't want somebody. So they must have saw some. Exactly. Well, at the same time that that that, uh, situation took took, uh, place, this white girl online pretty much uh, uh, photographed using her telescope. Uh, I mean, can you just imagine, family, you making love to your woman or your man and you whisper in his ear uh, Archimedes' principle and the whole theoretical equations of quantum physics while y'all making love. Now, that don't <laughs> yeah, Man, I can see that. <laughs> you just said you just said you 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 get an erection when you with a intelligent woman, so I could I could really see that. Absolutely, just 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 talk pie to me, baby. That's all. Just yes, you know, give me yes. some three point one four, and, and I'm gone. <laughs> I'm, I'm yours, right? <laughs> But anyway, uh, this white girl photographed uh, a a number of what she said were UFOs along with uh, this figure that looked like a snake, a serpent. Okay. What? Oh, yeah. Right in front of the sun. And this huge mothership that she photographed. When you go and look at the Sun the Sun Observatory, it'll take you there because this is one of the theories as to why they shut it down. Because science didn't want people seeing what was going on with the sun. So they tried to say originally that it was possibly because of a, a coronal mass ejection that was going to occur. Mm-hmm. Okay? But no. They wouldn't take time to send no Black Hawk helicopter to this remote area, okay, uh, to tell this handful of people to leave. They didn't take them. They just told them to leave, to vacate the premises. They didn't take them anywhere. Okay. So here's what I think, and I'm getting ahead of myself for 2012. The UFO is going to – UFO – uh, unidentified flying objects, uh, aliens, all that's going to be revealed next year. All right. I'm getting ahead of myself by a few months. Okay. Uh, that's what the whole Space Force thing is about uh, that Trump announced. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what the new off-world civilization, Asgardia, is about. And they're going to finally admit that they've been in constant contact with aliens and that some of these aliens are in government and have been there. Uh, they're in the elite on the planet. Yeah, yeah, a, lot yeah. of things, a lot of things are going to be revealed, a whole lot of things, whether people are ready for it or not. And I personally believe, after I looked at this thing, 
that perhaps that was a, a spot that was going to, in fact, begin the whole unraveling of the alien thing by landing in broad daylight so everybody mm-hmm. can see it. Mm-hmm. I believe that. That's my whole... Because you know what, Ben? That's also in the vicinity of Roswell. Yeah. All this observatory <clears throat> sitting there watching the sun mm-hmm. is in the vicinity of all these different places. Okay? Uh, and again, I didn't really do extensive research on that because where am I going if I don't have the photographs or some other information to substantiate it? I can only give my opinion, and that's what I'm giving now. Okay. I'm even hearing people now talking about uh, that they were covering up Nibiru. They didn't want people to see Nibiru uh, within the orbit of the sun. And they say that is why, check this out, family, that is why the weather has been so crazy hmm. with the hurricane. Now, because the hurricane didn't do nothing that they said it was going to do. It did what it wanted to do. It just just tore up stuff when it felt like tearing up stuff. Right. Here's the deal. Here's the deal, Bam. There were a string of hurricanes. Still are. Mm. Now, watch this. The name of this program to remove Donald Trump uh, being led by the FBI and the CIA it's called Crossfire Hurricane. Okay. What you had down there in the Carolinas was Crossfire Hurricane. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. That's the metaphysics of the times that we're living in. Mm, I couldn't mm. make it up if I wanted to. And it's happening no. at exactly the same time. Mm. Cross. Fire hurricane. Wow. And what was the hurricane's name, Sister Bear? Florence. Was it Florence? Florence. There's a famous place in Italy called Florence, Italy. Let's keep an eye on that family and see if something else happens in Florence, Italy. Because Italy is making major moves right now uh, in terms of nationalism. Okay, it's one of the major hot spots for white nationalism. One of the changeovers. So, uh, I just wanted to kind of put some of that on the table because it's just been so much stuff going on on a day-to-day basis. Man, oh man! I mean, even when I was, you know, wasn't feeling well with the dizziness, at one point mm-hmm. I thought it was because maybe I'm just reading just a little bit too much here because I'm trying to follow three or four different stories all at the same time, all breaking at the same time. Right. And it just won't, it's just wearing me out. I I literally forgot to eat sometimes. Hmm. Okay? So I'm also preparing for another forum here in Chicago. So, okay. Uh, uh, but I got to make sure I maintain my health before I talk about doing anything. But there were just so many things going on, Bear. Uh, what's the name of this 
Oh, hide and seek. All um, right. I literally felt like that's what I was being engaged in, mm-hmm. in a game of hide and go seek. Okay. Because so many things were breaking uh, uh, along with the, the little white girl here. And what was really fascinating to me was I didn't want to really deal with any of it because mm-hmm. I knew it was, it was fake, fake to begin with. Right. Yeah, I had to rely on the government to tell me what's going on at the observatory. I know they're going to lie off the bat. You going to tell me the truth? No. Absolutely not. I don't need nobody to tell me about no aliens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, you can tell me about the various races, but I've had my own up close and personal experience, and I really don't care what anybody else thinks. Right. So I ain't looking for them to tell me. I'm looking for them to admit it to everybody else. So now, one of the other things that happened was when Trump ordered the redactions. He ordered all the information to be released, and he said he wanted released in total without redaction. Mm-hmm. And, man, immediately they turned up the getting meter. I mean, yeah. turned it all the way up. <clears throat> What they didn't want people to understand was that it wasn't just this country that was asking that Trump not release the information. Interesting. Okay, big Trump not to declassify Russian docs cited grave concern over Steele's involvement. Remember, family, as we've been saying, oh, excuse me, all the roads appear to lead to the city of London. All the roads lead to the city of London. Theresa May won't last another 10 days. If she's there beyond 10 days, I'll eat my hat. She out of there. Another one bites the dust. But even with that, Bam, there was stuff going on with the FBI admitting that they have certain people in the media under surveillance. Okay? They admitting this. Okay. And they using the FISA courts to do it. Okay, while all that's going on, you got certain of the gangsters in the House and the Senate writing letters to the FBI and the Department of Justice and the uh, uh, the head of National Intelligence, the DNI, writing letters to them, coordinating with them to keep information from Donald Trump. From the president mm. writing letters telling these department heads don't release the information per the presidential order. 
And I said, nah, there's, there's no there's no way this can really be happening. And then they admitted that they had already been coordinating before the letter to make sure that they don't give certain information to Donald Trump. That's treason. That sure is. And wait till you hear who the names are. Mm. Well, let's go back. Let's go back. UK begged Trump not to declassify Russian docs, cited grave concerns over Steele's involvement. Remember, Christopher Steele is the British spy, worked for MI6. Okay? This is from Zero Hedge, and again, Zero Hedge has been on it, as usual. Here's what they say. The British government expressed grave concerns to the U.S. government over the declassification and release of material related to the Trump-Russia investigation, according to the New York Times. President Trump ordered a wide swath of materials immediately declassified without redaction, only to change his mind later by allowing the DOJ, Department of Justice Inspector General, to review the materials first. That was what he said. The reason that he really uh, delayed it was because of the U.K., Australia. Okay? Part of the so-called five eyes of the National Security Agency complex that's global. What they do is because there were laws against spying on U.S. citizens by the U.S. government to get around that, they would use British intelligence or Australian intelligence or the other three members of the so-called Five Eyes to spy on the U.S. government, which is legal. Okay? And then the U.S. government could call them and say, I want the information you got on so-and-so. So technically, the U.S. government is not spying on its citizens. But in reality, that's exactly what they're doing, using their proxy. It's just it's just so much criminality, it's just absolutely unbelievable. They go on in the article to say, the Times reports that the UK's concern over material, which includes direct references to conversations between American law enforcement officials and Christopher Steele, the former MI6 agent, who compiled the Steele dossier. The UK's objection, according to former U.S. and British officials, was over revealing Steele's identity in an official document, regardless of whether he had been named in press reports. So that's just a front, okay? Everybody knows Christopher Steele was involved. That ain't what they're trying to hide. They don't want people talking about it because they got the information right in their hands and they can see that the British intelligence agency was used to, in fact, meddle in U.S. elections along with Australia. Hmm. You see, while they've been pointing the finger at Russia, it's them. Remember, the Scripple boy is was recruited by Christopher Steele. The little white boy and his daughter, they got poisoned, the so-called former Russian spies who got poisoned. He was recruited by Christopher Steele. 
and Christopher Steele used him to contact people that he had in Russia, connections that he had in Russia to compile the fake dossier. And when they felt like the thing was getting ready to blow up in their faces, they tried to poison them. And then that would allow them to blame Russia and add more fuel to the fake account put out there by Hillary Clinton that it was Russia. You see? That was attempting mm. to uh, 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 interfere with so-called U.S. elections. It, it, this stuff just makes me so angry sometimes, family, because I've been on it for almost 40 years. I've been looking at this CIA stuff for just, I got it running out of my ears, okay? And all of the people that they didn't murder and how Obama was the first person, okay, the first president. Well, I shouldn't say that. Let's just say, because we know that uh, the white boy that shot himself three times in the head with the shotgun who exposed the CIA crack cocaine situation, we know he was murdered by the CIA and the others. But you just never thought that Barack Obama was stooped to that same thing. But it's my opinion, because uh, they wouldn't have done it without Obama giving the okay, that that white boy Hastings, who's Cadillac, brand new, brand new Cadillac, they blew up his Cadillac. That was given on express orders by Barack Obama. But it's not surprising because he come out of that CIA. I I know it, um, but you would think that he would be a little more. Uh, I guess have we have a little bit more that, finesse or something. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, because it, because Hastings, man, he was barbecuing Barack Obama and the intelligence community, saying that they were spying on people without people's knowledge. He was getting ready to write a book about it. Ah, that's what it was, the book. Oh, yeah. And he had said that he had basically, he had uh, cracked open the, he had got the scoop of the century. This was just before they blew up his brand new $100,000 Cadillac. Okay? <clears throat> then come to find out, his girlfriend worked for the CIA, Hastings. Mm. Hey, and, and 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 you know all this, and the media don't know all this. I I'd be glad when they bring down that CIA media too. Well, that that's where we at now. You see, that's why New York Times come out and put out the whole thing on on Rosenstein. At least that's my opinion, because mm-hmm. they're trying to regain some credibility, but they don't have any. Okay. The whole landscape immediate, this is also part and parcel why social media is attempting to dictate the terms of what's real media and what's fake media. They're hoping that they can survive onslaught against the fake media long enough for the uh, 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 these mainstream media outlets to regain some credibility. Uh, because most of the people's media is coming from social media now. Yeah. So social media, at the same time all this going on, Trump immediately uh, 
is launched an antitrust investigation against Facebook, Google, Apple, etc., etc. Okay, so a lot of stuff going on at the same time, and there's an immediate response from the European Union that's pushing this GDP, I can't remember the initials, but the European version of the clampdown on the Internet because they don't want people to have access to the information. Okay? So there, there are like four different tracks, all extremely important, all going on at the same time, and I'm trying my best to make sure that I stay in front of all of it, and I ain't feeling, you know, real well at all while I'm doing all this. Okay. That's besides the other things. But anyway, go ahead, Beth. Now, Brennan, Brandon, you know, it was basically he was telling people to assassinate the president when he was talking about that there's people on the inside. Uh, Remember someone wrote that uh, saying that they are keeping things together, that Trump, you know, uh, like basically he's losing his mind and, and so, other words, they saying that they got their people on the inside to sabotage or do do he know who the people are, Trump? He knows some of them, yes. He can't no. know all of them because they're like civil service employees, and in some cases they are three to four level deep in government. And I'm not just talking about in Washington, D.C., I'm talking okay. about all around the country. The wow. CIA, so, the intelligence community, has infiltrated. Remember, we we dealt with the story of how you had 57 members of the CIA openly running for for the uh, office in the Democratic Party. Right, right. The, the intelligence community and the Jewish thing has infiltrated every major uh, city. And state in this country, and they got their people in place, three and four deep. So they have their people in place to replace the people that's getting kicked out. Their people that's anybody that tries to come in and initiate real change will run into four levels of opposition. And that's what what's happening with Trump. That's what's happening with Trump. They call him the bureaucracy. Okay? <clears throat> but it ain't nothing but the good old boy network, uh, uh, the intelligence community, putting their people in place to make sure that they can control everything that get out. Okay? That's including the media. You got to keep the media in this too. None of this could take place without the media being complicit in it. That's if you right. said anything about a world government, the media would call you conspiracy theorists, in spite of the fact that when you go and read the most prestigious magazines in the country, they talk about it all the time. It ain't hidden. But if you talk about it, the media is there to discredit you. Okay? So that's why the media has been the major component against Trump. It is the thing that has painted this guy into be something that he's totally not. Totally. But 
That's how deep it is. That's why you don't hear me rarely, rarely quoting anything from mainstream media because you are not going to find the truth in it. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. So now you got Jeff Bezos running the Washington Post. And the Washington Post had a 60, 70, 80 year history of working for the intelligence community when Ben Bradley was running it. And he admitted it. He didn't hide it. It just wasn't amplified by other media organs. And see, one thing about social media, social media is like being in an echo chamber at times. Mm-hmm. Once stuff get out there, man, it's all the way around the world before you realize what happened. Right. That's Go true. back 50 years ago. Okay? How would people get most of the information? TV or newspaper? Especially well, who ran it? That's right. So who ran the TV and the newspapers? You see? So that's why most people, you have to read books if you wanted to know what was going on. And in most cases, those books were not written by the status quo, although they would always drop little breadcrumbs in their books. And they had certain people that were tasked with writing the history, okay, of of a particular generation. And you would see these people all over so-called mainstream media. Whenever they wrote a book, uh, those books were always highlighted by mainstream media. Mm-hmm. Okay? So what what you had to do was you had to be aware of the alternative people, the so-called whistleblowers during those days, and you would get their books because they would be exposing stuff because they were in opposition to the secret government. You didn't go right. to the secret government to get the information. So we read alternative media. And I've been reading alternative media, wow, going back to the 70s. I mean, I used to get May Brussels reports out of San Francisco, okay? May Brussels used to be able to tune in, and every now and then you could, you could hear some of her uh, programs uh, that were taped by somebody and put on shortwave and all this kind of stuff. And this is, you know, back in the day, I had shortwave radio. I listened to a lot of shortwave radio. Okay. You could hear Bill Cooper, uh, the white boy that wrote Behold a Pale Horse. He had his own program on shortwave. So <clears throat> I'm just saying all that to say that the only difference today is that the big media has bought up all the little media. Right. So now it's even more problematic, okay? Back in them days, 40, 50, 60 years ago, uh, the big media did have to compete with the, with the middle size and the smaller media, okay? But uh, when Bill Clinton came in and deregulated everything, that's when all the big media started buying up. That's when Fox... Rupert Murdoch 
was basically given carte blanche to buy up newspapers, TV, and radio in this country. That was under Bill Clinton. Hmm. Now, wait a minute Not a now. surprise. They tell us Bill Clinton, I mean, uh, Rupert Murdoch uh, was the enemy to the Clinton. Well, how could that be the case if Clinton was the was the whole purpose for giving the okay for Rupert Murdoch to operate in this country? How is that possible? It's possible the same way the Koch brothers have been financing Hillary Clinton going all the way back to the, the, the 80s. You can Google it, family. Koch brothers, early financiers of Hillary Clinton. But when you got the propaganda people sitting up there telling you, Koch brother Republicans, George Soros Democrat, hell no. Ain't no difference between Koch brothers and George Soros. They're all working for the same thing. But they got black people thinking Koch brother because that's all they want to give you. They want to feed you that diet because they know that they poisoned it before they fed it to you. Let me go on because now I'm, I'm editorializing here. I'm going back to this article. UK begged Trump to declassify Russia, not to declassify Russia docs. They go on there to say, The Times reports that the UK's concern was over material which includes direct references to conversations between American law enforcement officials and Christopher Steele, the former MI6 agent who compiled a Steele dossier. We would note that Steele's name was contained within the Nunes memo. Okay? So they ain't trying to hide that. They go on to say, Steele also had extensive contacts with Bruce Orr and his wife, Nellie, who, along with Steele, was paid by opposition research firm Fusion GPS in the anti-Trump campaign. Trump called the declassification of FBI notes of of interviews with, with Orr, which would ostensibly reveal more about his relationship with Steele. Or was demoted twice within the Department of Justice for lying about his contact with Fusion GPS. Perhaps the Brits are concerned since much of the espionage uh, against Trump was conducted on UK soil throughout 2016. Got it, family? All roads lead to the city of London. Or last night, night before, 24 robbers at my door. I got up, let them in, hit them in the head with a rolling pin. All here? This shit is really hide and seek. And Trump is about to pull a blindfold off of all of this madness. And they know it. They're going there to say, recall that Trump's aide, George Papadopoulos, was lured to London, where Joseph Massoud fed him the rumor that Russia had dirt on Hillary Clinton. It was later at a London bar that Papadopoulos would uh, drunkenly pass the rumor to Australian diplomat Alexander Downer. So that's where the Australians come in 
with the five eyes. Okay? Also recall CIA FBI informant Stephen Halper met with both Carter Page and Papadopoulos in London. They go on to say, in short, it's understandable that the UK would prefer to hide their involvement in the witch hunt of Donald Trump, since much of the counterintelligence investigation was conducted on UK soil. And if the Brits had knowledge of the operation, it'll bolster claims that they meddled in the 2016 election by assisting what appears to have been a setup from the start. Boom. Boom. So now you can see why. Because remember, family, when Brexit passed in the summer of 2016, that was their Independence Day. It would be shortly after that that Donald Trump would be elected. And they were literally celebrating at the same time here and there the 4th of July here, the Brexit vote passed. All right? Well, all while they celebrating, nobody really knew at the time that British intelligence was in, involved with the FBI and the CIA in attempting to overthrow Trump. That's why the Congress wrote the letter to a certain department here under Trump to get them to support activating the 25th Amendment. And they're letting you know who the traitors are inside the Trump administration. Well, if you don't know, let's go here. FBI, DOJ to defy Trump order. Redactions planned as, as Top deep state Dems demand insubordination. They demanding demanding that Trump cabinet do not follow his orders. They're demanding. They are demanding. Such is the arrogance of the Jewish power construct. That's what's at play here. Because when you've been chosen and you have that mentality that somebody chose you for something, what law possible, what law possible can inhibit anything that you want to do when all you got to do is say, God told you to do it? Because, see, that's what the pedophiles in the church, that's what they run on. But that's faith. this case. Of course it is, just like this. I keep saying it over and over, ain't no God chose these evil-ass people for nothing, period. It ain't happening. Okay? So let's go here. This is zero heads again. Check what they say here, because now it gets interesting. Despite Trump's Monday order for the immediate declassification of sensitive materials related to the Russian investigation without redaction, the agencies involved are planning to do so anyway. Trump 
ordered the Department of Justice to release the text messages of James Comey, Andrew McCain, Peter Stroke, Lisa Page, and Bruce Orr. He also ordered the release uh, of specific pages from the FBI's Pfizer surveillance warrant application on Carter Page, as well as interviews with Bruce Orr. The Department of Justice and the FBI are expected to submit proposed redactions to the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, who, I'm going to tell you this, point blank, family, uh, he ain't never to be trusted. His name is Dan Coates, okay? Uh, He's one of the people, along with uh, Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI, okay? But let me go on, because they're going to name them for you. I don't have to name them. They say, the agencies are likely to cite national security concerns over revealing classified sources and methods pertaining to the Russian investigation. They go on to say, Trump has the power to override the agencies and declassify material on his own. Okay? Because, see, what they'll do is they had planned uh, with this whole Rosenstein thing for Trump to overreact and fire him. So they ran stories today saying Rosenstein uh, was going to be fired today, that he was being summoned to the White House to be fired. And he wasn't fired. So they all got egg on their face, okay? Hmm. By running that story all day today, Bear. What? Oh yeah. They haven't. They haven't learned Trump yet. Uh, I think some of them people know full well what Trump represents. It's just a matter of what book do you go and get to deal with the Antichrist. Where that book at? <laughs> okay, because I want to read that one myself. Because mm. this is my interpretation. That's what you're dealing with here. Okay? As I keep saying, he is going to serve a role and play his part to usher in the next part. All right? So doesn't matter what they do. He's coming from somewhere a little bit higher, okay? There's a higher order to things, and I know they know. That's why they engage so much in the occult. I'm going to say it again. This new TV show that they tout in American Horror, mm-hmm. man, oh, man, it's S&M and homosexuality, and it's just unbelievable. Sounds like, like insanity to me. It is, but you would expect with so much pushback that they're getting on this stuff uh, that they would kind of cool it. They have ramped it up. They have ramped it up. They have increased it. And it's just so out in the open now. It's just that's why certain things have to happen because, you see, the whole nationalist move is pushing back against, I'm talking globally, outside of this country, 
uh, Trump is in no position to do anything about it uh, as of yet and to deal with the Constitution. But they are trying to create through the educational system, they are trying to manufacture LGBT is a functioning construct in conjunction with pedophilia. They have to get it into just this generation's head, the whole pedophile thing, like they did the last generation with the homosexual stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay? So that's what they're working on now. That's why you see them with the the trannies and all this stuff in the schools now. Okay. I can't get in there to talk to none of the young people, but they can. Yeah, There's a reason for that. And anybody else that's pushing uh, heterosexuality as the norm, uh, you are not going to be invited to too much of anything inside of the entire educational system. I'm talking from kindergarten to colleges. That's right. I said kindergarten because that's where it's starting at. So now, they go on in this article to say, the Department of Justice is interpreting Trump's request to include the use of confidential informant or spy taking in over $400,000 from the Obama Pentagon under a research contract, Halper spied on the Trump campaign. No, he was paid the $400,000 to spy and entrap Carter Page and George Papadopoulos. Okay, they go on to say, Democrats, check this out, family, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Adam Schiff, and Mark Warner, every single one of these people I've talked about extensively, particularly that character, Adam Schiff, okay? Notice also that two of the four are Zionist Jews, that's Schiff and Schumer. Mark Warner comes out of naval intelligence, and he's the one that's pushing for total censorship of the Internet and social media. He also has ambitions of running for president. Hmm. He was one of the people that was supposedly on the short list to be picked by Hillary Clinton. He's one of the snakes. Okay? These Democrats, Pelosi, Schumer, Schiff, and Mark Warner, they wrote a joint letter to uh, the Director of National Intelligence, Dan Coates, Rod Rosenstein, and Christopher Wray, demanding that they defy Trump. Demanding. Now, this this was uh, right the week after they have been frustrated because that was the week that I told you when the New York Times came out with that anonymous article. That was the overthrow week. That's when Obama came out and gave his speeches, and and all of them were running around giving speeches, okay? That was the week right. Trump was supposed to be overthrown, and it didn't happen, okay? So now, they go on here to say, any decision by your office to share this material with the president or his lawyers will violate longstanding justice policies as well as assurances you have provided to us. Assurances you have provided to us. 
What assurances did Christopher Ray, Dan Coates, and Rod Rosenstein give to uh, these four uh, uh, these four people? Then they did this. They said the letter demands that the agencies brief the gang of eight before releasing the materials to anyone at the White House. Now, here's the deal with that family. The Gang of Eight is a ceremonial group of senators and congresspeople who oversee all of the intelligence decisions coming out the House and the Senate. They're like a joint group. But they have no authority over anything. They are members of the House and Senate Intelligence Committee. They have no authority over anything. That's just a nickname given to them. So listen to what they say here. The letter written by these four criminals, Schiff, Schumer, Pelosi, and Warner, demands that the agencies breach the gang of eight before releasing the materials to anyone at the White House, including Trump and his attorneys, the White House counsel. Man, oh, man. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Trump is victim of bureaucratic coup in the Department of Justice, says Lindsey Graham. This is from the Daily Mail. This is John McCain's former bosom buddy. The closeted one. Here's what they say. Because they get real deep. I think this is the article. Into the 25th Amendment. Yeah, this is the article. For anybody that want to know what the 25th Amendment and how it applies, what it is and how it applies, this is the article you want to get. Trump say the, uh, say of, the article again. Trump is the victim of bureaucratic coup in DOJ, says Lindsey Graham. Just Google, Trump is victim of coup, says Lindsey Graham, forward slash Daily Mail. Okay, it'll come up. Here's what they say. There's a bureaucratic coup. This is what I'm talking about, Bill. See, at the, at the, at the levels below the, the cabinet heads, one level below their deputies, okay, that's the bureaucracy. All right? Mm-hmm. That's the four levels. That's the are the two levels that I'm talking about. There are two levels of bureaucracy. And many of them have been locked in through civil service. They can't be fired for certain things like uh, the VA. You got to go through a whole process so you can fire somebody unless they can, you know. But Trump, that's just the uh, government. Trump, he, he changed that, though. Well, he, he changed it at the VA. Right. He hasn't changed it. Outside of the VA, okay, and that's because of the bureaucracy. <laughs> it's oh, okay. like 
it's like even though the people want term limits, go get a politician to vote for, for term limits. See how far you get with that. Mm-hmm. Okay? Here's what they say. There's a bureaucratic coup against Trump. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham is charging, and he thinks the special counsel should investigate it. Graham was responding to a sensational story that Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein suggested last year that he should make covert audio recordings of Trump in order to build a case for removing him from office. Okay? That's the current story to why Rosenstein was uh, meeting with Trump today. They, the media said Trump was going to fire him. They wanted that to happen, and Trump didn't bite, just as mm-hmm. I suspected from the moment I heard the story. Okay. Now let's go on. They say Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein reportedly talked with FBI officials about wearing a wire to secretly record Trump in order to build a case for removing him from office. Uh-huh. Rosenstein disputed that account on Friday, and a Justice Department official who was in the room when Rosenstein talked about using the 25th Amendment to end the Trump presidency says he was being sarcastic. Now, let me stop right there for a second. At this point, uh, this is in... Uh, I'm going to assume 2017, okay, because Trump is already in office. Now, Rosenstein, who has appointed, or who was subsequently appoint Mueller to investigate Trump Russia, Rosenstein is already aware of what's going on, okay? He's been a part signing the original he signed the fourth Pfizer document so he know about this stuff even before he appoints Mueller okay so now why would Rosenstein be joking about wearing a wire to set up Trump when he's already aware of the so called Trump Russia investigation why would he joke about that? Nobody in their right mind, okay, would be joking about something like that. No. Uh, here's what I'm suggesting, family. One or more people were, in fact, wearing a wire. One or more people. But guess what? Why? It ain't going nowhere. You know why? Why? Because... Trump didn't break no laws. He's known that he's been under surveillance from the moment he got into the White House. Remember, it was the head of the NSA. Notice the NSA is missing from these people who conspired against Trump. Right. Because as soon as he got elected, forget the guy's name, he went and told Trump that they were spying on him. Okay, so anyway, they're going in to say uh, Rosenstein disputed that account on Friday, 
and a Justice Department official who was reportedly in the room when Rosenstein talked about using the 25th Amendment to end the Trump presidency, says he was being sarcastic. Graham said the Deputy Attorney General should not be fired. He shouldn't fire Rosenstein unless you believe Rosenstein was lying. However, we need a special counsel to look at this. He said the reports on Rosenstein confirm Trump's suspicions that there is a deep state that was working to keep him from defeating Hillary Clinton and is now working against his presidency. Before the election, people in question tried to taint the election to tip it to tip it in Clinton's favor. After the election, they're trying to undermine the president, Graham said. They go on to say, Trump has long said that there's a deep state working against him. The 25th Amendment has never been used to remove a U.S. president. But it has been in the news with unprecedented regularity during the Trump administration. Sixteen days ago, the Times published an unsigned opinion essay from a purported senior administration official who claimed the Constitution's procedure for firing a president was discussed quietly in the first days of Trump's tenure. Did you catch that, family? Did you catch that, Sister Bear? Bear, say it again. Look what they say. The 25th Amendment has never been used to remove a president, but it has been in the news with unprecedented regularity during the Trump administration. Remember, we said that that was going to be the methodology that they would try to use, but they would fail in that too. Right. And the coup, the coup was really about these people, okay, trying to show that Trump is off the hinges by having certain numbers of cabinet members say that he's lost it. Uh They could, they could, Bring forth the 25th Amendment using half of his cabinet or the Congress. Mm, Okay. So that's why they wrote the letter. And then they said, look, 16 days ago, the Times published an unsigned opinion essay. Remember, I told you, family, that that was the coup week. Yes, you did. That was the week that they were talking about the 25th Amendment. They ain't stopped, but not with as much regularity now. It was all over the place two weeks ago. Okay? That was the week that they were going to attempt to throw him, saying that he was unfit. All right? So that's why they put the 25th Amendment in the first paragraph, then it go on in the next paragraph to say 16 days ago, the New York Times op-ed essay, the op-ed, as I told you, is about oppression. It's to keep you oppressed. The op-ed was the whistle. It was the signal to overthrow Trump. Because they said in the article that they were the law opposition working to make sure that they overthrew him in the article. 
Didn't they say it was discussed quietly, instituting the 21st, 25th Amendment, in the first days of Trump's tenure? The first days. This is at the same time Rosenstein is joking about wearing a wire. Hmm. No, he wasn't joking. Then they go on to lay out the 25th Amendment. They say, what does the 25th Amendment say? It's in four sections. The first section states that the vice president takes over the Oval Office if the president dies or resigns or is removed, something which the original Constitution did not clearly state. Hmm. The original Constitution did not clearly state it? Okay, let me go on. The president can be removed by impeachment or through the 25th Amendment, which the Constitution's framers included as a less dishonorable way of discharging a gravely ill amendment was basically about uh, the president being incapacitated, too ill to serve. They go on to say, Section 2 states that if the vice president dies or resigns or is fired, both the House and the Senate have to confirm a new vice president whose only real constitutional duty is to serve as president of the Senate. Section 3 makes clear that the president can temporarily delegate his powers to the vice president and later reclaim them when he's capable of serving. That's what happened to Reagan's family. And that's when Alexander Haig jumped the gun and ran out in front of a press conference telling everybody, don't worry, I'm in charge. Out of order. It was really George Bush. And that's when Bush signed certain things into effect while Reagan uh, was uh, in the hospital after being shot by Hinckley. Right. Okay? Uh, Reagan wasn't supposed to survive. He was forced to pick Bush as his running mate by the Republican establishment. Okay? Reagan was not going to pick Bush and, in fact, hated Bush. Okay? Uh Bush was forced on Reagan by the establishment who felt that Reagan was going to be Trump before Trump. And so what did they do to him? They introduced him to heavy metal Mm -hmm. in the form of a bullet. And Reagan changed overnight. First thing he did when he came out the office was put Henry Kissinger in his administration. And when Reagan ran for president, you can Google it, family. He talked about the Council of Foreign Relations and the Trilateral Commission and the Secret Society, all of it. Okay? And said they would never be a part of his administration. And when he became the president, he couldn't find enough Trilateral Commission members and Council of Foreign Relations people to put in his his cabinet. Mm -hmm. They were everywhere just like Jimmy Carter. Now, 
they say they say Section Three makes clear that uh, the, uh, that a president can temp- temporarily delegate his power to the vice president and later reclaim him when he's capable. Uh, this is most often evoked uh, if a president is under the influence of a surgical anesthetic for a short period of time. Section Four is featured in the op-ed. In the op-ed. Section 4 was put in the New York Times op-ed article and is the amendment's most controversial part. It describes how the president can be removed from office if he is incapacitated and does not leave on his own. Told you, family, a few months back. I think Trump will have to have the military, probably the Marines, okay, or one of the other uh, little less known, uh, like the uh, NSA security, because all these different intel they got their own security. The NSA has a branch of, of security inside of it. Uh, but the military is something about the Marines showing up at the Department of Justice and the FBI uh, fully armed, okay, uh, to let them know that we are confiscating all of the documentations relative to whatever Trump wants removed. The key to all this, family, is what we said when Trump first got elected because we knew this was coming. He has access to all the information. And I know that kind of went over some people's heads. They didn't, you know, if you don't think like I do, and I know most people don't, you may not understand what I'm saying. He has access to all of the information of all the agencies. So what can they hide from him? Nothing. Nothing. So he's known this stuff all the time. All the time. So, now, so what about the vice president? Is he in on this? He is he... You mean his pits uh, with the with the deep state? Yeah. No. Okay. Watch this. Try to, Watch this. They try to make it look like. No, I say they trying to make it look like he is. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Here's the deal. I. Uh, from what I understand, uh, Pitts has been compromised a long time ago. Ah. Don't mean he don't mean he's a member of it. Means that he ain't gonna say nothing about it, okay? Mm-hmm. Unless he feels that it's absolutely safe and there's nothing that they can do to him. But from what mm-hmm. I understand, they got some pedophile stuff on him. Okay. Okay. So. He ain't going to speak up. If you notice, he ain't spoke up too tough in favor of up until just recently. That's because now uh, all hell is on the verge of breaking loose. So he feels safe to do so. But for a long time, this guy ain't opened his mouth about nothing. Okay? So they go on to say, Section 4 is featured in the op-ed and is the amendment's most controversial part. It describes how the president can be removed from his office if he is incapacitated and does not leave on his own. The vice president and a majority of either the principal offices, I'm sorry, 
the vice president and a majority of either the, either the principal officers of the executive department or of such other body as Congress made by law provide must write to both the president's pro temp of the Senate and the Speaker of the House saying that the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office. Let me read that again. The vice, the vice, it describes how the president can be removed from his office if he is incapacitated and does not leave on his own. The vice president and a majority of either the principal officers of the executive departments or of such other body as Congress may by law provide must write to both the president pro tem of the Senate and the Speaker of the House saying that the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office. Practically speaking, this means at least eight of the president's team most senior cabinet members together with the vice president must agree that a president should be removed before any plan can move forward. Now you understand, family, why the so-called Congress people wrote the letter and been having secret discussions, ongoing discussions with these department heads mm-hmm. to try to get them to flip on Trump. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, they say notifying the speaker, notifying the House speaker and the Senate president pro temp is the act that immediately elevates the vice president to acting president. The deposed president can contest the claim, giving the leaders of the bloodless coup four days to reassert their claims to the House and Senate. Congress then has two days to convene unless it's already in session, and another 21 days to vote on whether the president is incapable of serving. A two-thirds majority in both houses is required to make that determination. If Congress can't reach that threshold within 21 days, the president regains his powers, can, his powers go back to the vice president, and he is dismissed from office. Mm. Okay? What could happen to trigger the 25th Amendment? Vice President Mike Pence and eight of the 15 cabinet members would have to agree to notify Congress that Trump was incapable of running the country. Okay? They say their formal notification would go to the House Speaker, Paul Ryan, and Utah Senator Orrin Hatch, who holds the key title, President Pro Tem, as the Senator's most senior member. As soon as the letter is sent, Pence will become acting president. 
What if Trump doesn't agree? If Trump claims he is uh, he is capable of holding office, he would have the right to Hatch and Ryan within four days, setting up three weeks of intense debate in both the House of both houses of Congress. Trump would be removed from office, third majorities in both the House and and the Senate agree with Pence and the eight cabinet members. If either of both chambers, if either of both chambers fell short of that mark, Trump would retain his powers and likely embark on wholesale house cleaning. Well, this is just me, family. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you it would be a wholesale because ain't nothing in the House and Senate but holes. Yeah. And now, okay. here you got some more holes coming on the scene called Me Too. But these mm-hmm. are man-child holes. These are lesbian holes. Okay, because they got holes too. All right? So, yes, it would be wholesale house cleaning if Trump regained his powers. He'd probably fire Prince and replace the disloyal cabinet members. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, they say, are there any loopholes? The 25th Amendment allows Congress to appoint its own panel of experts to evaluate the president instead of relying on the cabinet. The men and women who work more, most closely with Trump to decide on uh a course of action. It specifies that some other body, as Congress made by law provide, could play that role, but Pence would still need to agree with any finding that the president is incapable of discharging his duty. If Democrats were to take over both the House and the Senate, they could create such a panel with simple majority votes. That commission could hypothetically include anyone from presidential historians to psychiatrists entrusted to assess the president's fitness for office. Time we got left, Sister Bear. Uh, let's see here. Let me go back to the studio here. We have uh, 38 minutes left. Uh, before the last hour. Okay, uh, I'm gonna leave. Some, I'm gonna make this my last article for tonight because uh, okay. I'm just a little tired. <laughs> okay. But I'm gonna finish right. this article here, and then we can take some calls uh, so that okay. you give us at least 25 minutes on air and the extra hour off air. So okay. here's what they go on to say because I, I I just found this fascinating. Okay, they say could Trump fire Pence if he rebelled? Yes. If Hmm. Trump smelled a whiff of trouble, if Pence and a panel assembled by Congress seemed ready to judge him incapacitated, he could dismiss his vice president with the stroke of a pen to stop the process. Wow. And I think think they're missing something more, Bear. 
What's that? Because the other thing that's in play now, and I'm not quite, I'm not all the way sure about this, but I, I got a real good suspicion that there's something else that Trump has that allows him to bypass Congress called executive orders. Ah. Mm. You see? Okay. Yeah. See, this is, those executive orders extremely dangerous. Hmm. Nobody, you can literally override the law with executive orders. That's what Obama did with NDAA. Okay? He basically overrode the law. But here's the deal, family. When Congress gave the president these powers, uh, that lets you know that your Congress had been compromised because each branch of government is tasked with specific duties and that they should complement each other, but that one should have uh, no overarching power over the other. They were complementary to each other. Okay? Uh, but the executive orders is a world government construct just in case the House and the Senate became nationalists. Their president that they always figured that they would control, be it Republican or Democrat, could use executive orders to get around the laws. Oh, they these some dirty bastards. Believe Ooh, me, that's why yeah. I don't participate in electoral politics because most people don't have a clue about it. They think they know, but they don't. People have uh, basically legislated everybody in this country to be criminals simply yeah. by walking outside your door. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's right. So they go on here to say... Uh, but installing a more loyal vice president could be problematic since the 25th Amendment includes its own poison pill. Both houses of Congress must vote to approve a new vice president. That means Trump would find himself up against the same Congress, okay, because the process of secession goes, President, Vice President, uh, speak not Speaker of the House. Uh, yeah, Speaker of the House. That's how it goes. Okay? So if Trump fired Pence, uh, the, the, the Congress could not vote on or vote for a new Vice President meaning that they could overthrow him if they had the numbers using the Speaker of the House, who is the pro tem. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, they're going to say that means Trump would find himself up against the same Congress that started the ball rolling, unless the process were to unfold in the weeks before a new Congress is seated on January 3rd, 2018. Theoretically, a Democratic-controlled Congress could make life dramatically more difficult for the president if it came into power in the midst of a constitutional crisis. One scenario has appeared to stump presidential historians. 
firing pits before the process is underway and then leaving the vice presidency open. Congress, no practical way forward. Is there any precedent for this? No. Only Section 3, the voluntary surrender of presidential powers, has ever been used. In December 1978, Carter thought about invoking Section 3 when he was contemplating a surgical procedure to remove hemorrhoids. Reagan and George W. both voluntarily relinquished their powers while undergoing procedures under anesthetic. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we hear people talk about the 25th Amendment, but there's an in-depth look at the 25th Amendment. And I'm going to stop right there. Okay. And uh, just, just let the family know. And I hope we can get to it tomorrow about a disastrous outcome to all of this. Because you're really talking civil war here, family. And remember, in those eight tarot cards, you saw this one character leading all the people under different flags away from something or to something. Okay? Uh, that's the nationalist movement. Those eight tarot cards uh, in the Economist magazine are like living uh, analysis of what's going on. They're like living analysis of what's going on, family. Literally become king of the world. And it's being emulated by world leaders all over the planet. I'm coming out in white world. I, That's why I, nationalism I is on the rise. Go ahead, Bill. I noticed. No, I just say I'm noticing that with the other leaders. Oh, yeah. Uh, Switzerland, Germany are the next two, along with um, not Italy, France. Macron, he's done. Okay? Uh, all of that, that this whole world government thing is like Humpty Dumpty. Okay? Or better yet, it's like hide and seek <laughs> with Trump. With Trump looking for your ass. Okay. <laughs> and he's finding them too. <laughs> they can't get away from him, Bear, because he already been here. Yeah, that's right. You keep telling them that. They don't believe you. They don't believe you, so Robert. All, all I can say, Sister Bear, is last night, night before, 24 robbers at my door. <laughs> I woke up, let them in. Hit him in the head with a rolling pin. All he, all he, <laughs> those who ain't hitting extremely well, getting ready to be exposed. Yes. Because yes. this is truly hide and seek, Sister Bear. Yes, it is. 
That's it. Yeah. And with that, we'll stop right there, and we'll pick up okay. tomorrow where we left off because we got a whole lot more to go here, family, and we can take some calls. Okay. Now, give out your email for people that want to send you some donations uh, or they want to contact you. What is your email? You can contact me at mccrayr9599 at yahoo.com. And it is just really a pleasure to be able to. I knew I, I, I survived that third heart attack for a reason. Yeah, yeah. You're not going nowhere. No, uh, I ain't going nowhere. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Um, and the number to call in here is 323-642-1586. 323-642-1586 and push the number one. Uh, and you know something? Yes. You know something? See, there's a there's a there's a ugly part to this thing too. Okay. Okay. And that is why you hear people like Bill Gates talking about diseases. See, he hit me metaphysically with this. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, he's talking about diseases. Like, what did he call it? That the X um, disease X. Okay. Okay, this disease X that could wipe out uh, large portions of the population. No, okay. ain't no damn disease X. It's disease white. It's white man disease and his ability to go in and manufacture new ones and take old ones and breathe new life into them. Mm-hmm. There's your disease X, okay? But that ain't the thing, there. The thing that really should disturb everybody, I can't even name it. I'm going to wait till tomorrow and hope that we get to it because I don't want to bust anybody's bubble. But I'm just going to say this. It could wipe out over 90% of the population in a matter of minutes. Hmm. That's so, the world. In order, so you're saying that before, in, before they lose, Having this world government, they destroy the world. Uh, I'll refer everybody to Denver, Colorado Airport. Okay, I will refer everybody to the Georgia Gadstone. That to this day, no one is conclusive about who has spent all that money to put a joke in place. not a joke. What I'm saying is they will target certain populations, certain genetic uh, 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 factors in people, and then remove you that way. This is one of the reasons why I believe that they basically took and wanted a national DNA database because they know that some people on this planet have exceptional DNA. That's right. And they will bypass those people and target everybody else. Mm -hmm. They have race-specific weapons that they've had that I've been aware of since the uh, fall of South Africa, 
with the race-specific weapons when they had the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. And then it subsequently came out that Israel had race-specific weapons that could kill only Palestinians. They could drop it in the middle of a bunch of Israelis and Palestinians, and it would only kill Palestinians. Mm-hmm. Race-specific bioweapons. But they got something else that's even more insidious that we discussed um, about maybe a year, year and a half ago uh, when we were heavily okay. into the technocracy and I right. look at nanotechnology. It has to do with nanotechnology. It's called the kill switch. Extremely dangerous and it's extremely real. But what about what about uh what they seeing up in the sky uh that's coming here? I mean, is it uh for us, against us, what's going on? Because we know that there's some already here. So, what group of that of those that's coming that they see in those now, telescopes? I can only go by what I was told there, in my own experience. They said, "Don't worry, we got this." Okay. And there was a calm over me that I, I, I can't can't quite explain. I wasn't scared or anything like that, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, it was a calm, a, a quiet that was eerie. There was no noise. Mm-hmm. Up on board the ship, there was no noise. Okay. There was no okay. talking. There was no walking. I didn't see these beings walking, okay? There was no talking, mm-hmm. And I didn't see anybody else. So if they had other people, I can't speak to that. And I can't speak okay. to the other species. I'm aware of, of, of writings and things like that I've read over the years about the other species and, and this kind of thing. So I don't know who fits where in the hierarchy. Okay? All I can tell you is, and I know Blair used to talk about this quite often, that these uh, reptilians, uh, that they are the really evil ones. And see, as bad as people have, or oh, as, as the grays, everybody know about the grays, the little bitty right. ones with the big head. Right. Uh, you like you'll L. find Sharpton. it rare. Go ahead. No, I say like L. Sharpton. I'm just being funny. <laughs> but you'll notice that with as much talk about the grades, there's you hardly ever find anybody saying that they did, you know, they found cut up people and heads over here and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And in most cases uh, that people are aware of, that people are always returned where they came from or somewhere within the vicinity of where they got them. So right. all of them are not violent. You can't be seeing as much stuff going on in the skies, okay? And no airplanes are being shot out the sky and, you know, none of that. None of that kind of stuff is happening. So uh, I don't see the violence. I see the most violent organism in the history of the planet is white people. And it don't mean 
all the white people are hyper-violent. It just means that there are segments within the white population that are hyper-violent. They love war and killing. And I'm not saying that we don't have that among us, because we do. Other races have smaller percentages of it. Okay, I think that this quest to rule the world is specifically a white thing. And that's why I come to the conclusion that I do. And that's why I I don't fear white nationalism, because I've seen no evidence that white nationalism is a violent movement. All of the wars have been fought by internationalists, not nationalists. The world wars have been put by people that want to control the world. Nationalists is basically calling for a respect of each individual country's sovereignty. That's where I see it. Okay? But uh, we had a so-called Democrat in office for the last eight years who couldn't find enough people to drop bombs on. What kind of shit is that? Excuse <laughs> right. my language, family. And, and most I mean, of them are color. Exactly. And we run around here with some kind of allegiance to this thing. No, give both of them parties back to them because you ain't invited. And if you are invited, it's to be a clown. If you're invited to these parties, you are nothing more than a clown to entertain them. And when you look at the situation that black people find themselves in in this country in 2018, it's to entertain white people and nothing else. Black clowns. I just refuse to engage in the entertainment. So, no, I ain't got no 3 million followers. I ain't got no 10, 20, 30 million dollars. Not even 30,000. <laughs> Not even 3,000. I sell for 300. <laughs> but I got me. I got me. And control of me is more important to me than having anything else manufactured uh, in terms of valuables on this planet. Now, question. When you had your experience, you know, some people say that they saw the white light and all of that. Did you experience anything like that? To a degree, yes. Okay. In that, but I'm not sure if that was internal because on that ship, because there was no noise, none. Mm. There was a, um, how can I put it? The ambiance was like a, uh, you seen that, that blue steel BMW, that color, that blue steel, blue silver? Uh. Like a, is what it looked like is steel. It looked that gray. I mean, it's like steel. Is that how it looked? I haven't found that. It's like a blue steel. Mm-mm. That was the ambience. That was the surrounding. Okay. Like uh, not that, that bluish purple. It's not that bluish no, purple. No, no. 
No, this okay. is like a blue gray, like a steel mm. blue. Okay. So, from that standpoint, light, I didn't see any light, but there was no darkness. None. Okay. Everything was bright, but I didn't see any light. Okay. And you didn't, <clears throat> you didn't see anybody, but you heard, but you was able to communicate yes. or hear what they were saying. Yes. I was okay. able to communicate. Okay. okay. I mean, I didn't, uh, as you can imagine, you ain't have to do a whole lot of talking, particularly when you can't talk. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't about talking because I was so calm. It was about Observing, right. and I'm spending my time looking at them. From what I remember, I don't remember much <laughs> of what happened that day. Just little bits, and I know I could probably go and be hypnotized and that kind of thing. And but I'm not sure I want to know anymore. To be quite honest, because <laughs> uh, from that day forth, uh, and I said it before, I said it again. My life has been totally different. Totally. Totally. So hmm. I'm just waiting back and, and just sitting back until everybody is made aware that uh, this is not only real, but it's been going on for a long time. People who live in the bubble, because uh, it's all throughout history. I mean, you won't go nowhere throughout history and not see uh, this right. being talked about. I think it's coming into more focus today because the technology is is making real. If you talk to people about interdimensional travel 50 years ago, they look at you like you're crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a reality today. If you talk to people about teleportation and the powers of the mind, they will lock you up. Not so today. Today they want to, uh, if they can, get you in the lab and study you, telling you today that you got powers that you don't even recognize. <laughs> and I heard that that they are no, they have okayed uh, the process that they can raise a dead person, bring a dead person back to life. And, and we talked about that some time ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that's. That's Lazarus. Yeah. But that's the only place where that was given any kind of serious thought was in Scripture back in the day, mm-hmm. not anymore. So a lot of things are changing dramatically. And I'm here to tell you that much of it is based on alien technology. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, the uh, the computer chip. That's mm-hmm. it. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, um, the cube, the little chip, the little square, the the chip, the uh, uh, what's it called? It's really interesting because it's ushering in the age of the beast. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's what's really so interesting to me, Beth, because you got these countervailing forces, 
you got the mark of the beast being implemented right before our eyes. And there's little or no discussion on it. That's what hmm. this internet uh, 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 credit rating score, you won't be able to buy or sell nothing. You won't be able to travel, okay, without the mark. And that mark is the computer chip. Mm-hmm. So now then that means that the, the beast uh, is not of this earth. Well, let's just say he ain't of this time. <laughs> right, Cause, right. Because all of this stuff, man, all of it, time, everything, everything is going through a, a major makeover. There's no such thing as time, relatively speaking. This is something that was made by man. Um, uh, there are frequencies based on movement. That's all there is. I don't care. You can call it gravity. You can call it whatever you want. It's all frequencies based on movement. That's our planet. That's the sun, the moon, everything in the solar system, and the universe. It is the music of the spheres. Oh, I know what I was thinking of. That's the, uh, damn, I forgot it again. The cube that's supposed to come to the planet, ushering in the return, the Jerusalem cube. The Jerusalem Cube. I think that's the name of it. Oh, I'm trying to add some stuff here that I don't necessarily have to. That's all right. I, it, that ain't it. Okay. We'll, we'll get it right tomorrow. All righty. Okay, and I want, I'm going to open up the line. So, again, if you want to call in, the number is 323-642-1586. New I'll Jerusalem. What is it? New what is it? New Jerusalem. Okay. Yeah. It's the cube. New Jerusalem. Look look gaining control of the beast system, okay? In mm-hmm. Brussels, Belgium. All mm-hmm. right. With the EU they they left off the J. It ain't the EU, it's the J E U. All of it is pointing to Global control, okay? And that's why I want Trump to be unfettered in the things that he do so people can see him for what he is. Oh, yeah, Bear, I'm sorry. Go ahead and take it off. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. 773-895. Oh, hey, hey. I wasn't expecting to come in first. How y'all doing tonight? Peace and love. Great. Last night, no. night before. <laughs> Hide and go speak, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, Hotel, man. Brother. Hotel. Man, I so many things. Um, I was thinking about, now you were talking about the circumstances where um, the vice president can actually replace the president. That took me back to a movie. I know you remember this, uh, with Wesley Snipes and Alan Alda. From Mash called Murder at 1600. 
This movie came out yep. years ago. And, yep. you know, that was based based on him being a Washington, D.C. detective, and he was investigating a murder of a, a, a page assistant something in the White House. And so somebody in the president's cabinet actually set up the murder to blame the president, and Wesley thought it was either him or the son that did it, but it wasn't. But what happened, they was trying to get him, the president, out of office so they can go ahead and set up a raid, I think, in North Korea or something like that. But they end up breaking the case, though. But that, I recommend that movie. Everybody should check it out because I must have seen it by, maybe by 10 or 15 times already. Now, that's not the one where the alien end up being the president, is it? No, uh-uh. That's a oh, totally okay. different movie. Okay. Mm-mm. But no, the one you talk about, I don't think I've seen that one yet. But I need to check that one out also. And then, um, then we were talking about the cubes and um, the new Jerusalem cube and everything, and then taking out half a population. Of course, I had to go back to um, That's it, the Jerusalem cube. Oh, I thought you had already said that. I wasn't sure, man. I'm I'm still kind of kind of <laughs> hazy. <laughs> Right, right, right. No, I, I thought about it because I was thinking about the Infinity War movie again. Because you know, um, they're working on the the last one out now, and like I said, that was the whole purpose of that guy Thanos, Josh Brolin, coming from outer space and coming to the planet Earth, basically, like I said, collecting all those Infinity Stones. And one of those stones, I can't remember which one it was, was inside of a cube. I don't know if that was the um, – I can't remember which one it was, but he crushed the cube with his hands and took the stone and put it into that gauntlet. And so, like, when he was in Wakanda uh, fighting the other half of the Avengers, that's when Thor had pretty much almost killed him. But when he snapped that finger, that's when all half the people on the planet started disappearing. That was interesting at the end, if the at the end of the end credit of the movie, Samuel Jackson and uh, one of his assistants was getting out of the car. That's when they were noticing everybody was disappearing and stuff. And then he had a pager on him. And then after he had disappeared, there was a little symbol on there on the pager. That was, I guess, he was actually paging this Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel character. Which this movie now is supposed to be coming out next year. This is supposed to be this white chick, and so she's supposed to be like. Supposedly, maybe the the most powerful um, Captain Marvel character, but we know that's pretty much that programming they're doing now, ushering in, usually playing with the female energy in terms of this, you know, making it seem like this white chick is supposed to be like the the strongest spirit or soul, whatever, on the planet, and she's not. So that Captain Marvel (laughs) movie is slated to come out, I think, in March of next year. In reality, she's the weakest. Exactly. That's why they, it's the opposite. That's why they, that's why they got to prop her up all over the place, man. I mean, uh, I see again. It's not like anything I've ever seen, man. You know, mm-hmm. it's like taking the weakest dog you can find and make it a guard dog. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, that's just you and the animals and stuff like that. So, um, oh, um. Deborah is a chick named Deborah Ramirez. She's supposed to be the second woman uh, that came out accusing um, uh, what's his name, Kavanaugh. Now, come to find out, soon as she had came out and made some allegations, I guess some of the, the underground news media 
gotten our ass also because now um, I didn't found like four or five articles already that saying that come to find out she was a George Soros fellow from the, his Open Society Institute and she became she got selected as a fellow I think back in 2004 that smashed her that smashed her credi- credibility right there. So well, when I happened, say uh uh-huh when I when I say Me Too or LGBT, I'm assuming that everybody right. already knows I'm talking about George Soros. Right, exactly. So that, that was the same, just the same, same people that took down Bill Cosby. Now, supposedly today they gave, he did, he's got to serve some jail time. I think they only gave him like, since him to like three or four years or something like that. I think that happened within the past couple of hours, but I got to confirm that though. But like I, I was, so he, I've been telling people, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to ask you. He was sentenced today. Yeah, uh, from what I saw in the news, they said they was going to give him three to four years because his trial was today. But like I said, I was I was talking I was talking to somebody about this, and I and I told this person, well, out of all his accusers, how come the one I forgot the chick name, dude, whatever whatever she is. She happens to be LGBTQ, and she's the one that takes him down. How does how does that happen? You know. So. But oh, one more thing. Um, when we were talking about the technology piece, me and Thomas was talking, going back and forth with this yesterday, sharing information, and. I have been watching Star Trek for the past couple of nights, the, the original one. And like I said, I always go back go back to the scenes where like um Kirk is using the Kirk and the crew and stuff is using those phasers. Not with not necessarily the phasers, but those telecommunicators. And if you really look at them, they look like the model cell phones. Um, not necessarily what we're using now, but the some years ago, you know, with the flip phones and stuff. And then how well, they were able to I um trans- transport people back and forth for the ship. You know, I beg your pardon. Is nothing new. What's that? I beg your pardon. I'm using a flip phone right now. <laughs> that ain't no sense. Hey, more power to you. I Absolutely. Ain't, I ain't mad at you. I'm not mad at you. Yeah, that that I series can... called American Horror Story. You That's know what? Let me write that down. I'm going to check that out. American Horror. What is it? You said that's on FX? Yeah. American Horror. I might, I'm going to go ahead and check that out. Man, yeah, oh, man. Like what? Go ahead. I know. We live, we live in a crazy time. Um, oh, there was something I was talking to Eddie about the past couple of weeks, too. Um, so I'm not driving anymore. My car done broke in and everything, so I've been, you know, walking to take the bus and the train and everything. Now I'm noticing the 5G cell phone towers in the neighborhood. From where I'm at, from 63rd going up to 66th and 68th and Ashland, I then saw like four to five towers within like a, what, from a two to four, six block radius, and they're all lined up in the same street. And the funny thing, like I said, when I was driving, I didn't notice that, but I noticed, I noticed that now – like I said, walking, but it's interesting how they got all these towers here in a quote-unquote, you know, low-income bad neighborhood. That's no accident. Well, I mean, uh, 
They're going to put them everywhere, man. Mm-hmm. They are going to... This is all a part of the 5G system. Right. So they're going to put them everywhere. And uh, unfortunately, many people will call for it. I remember back in the day, there was always a discussion about would people accept being chipped? And of course, you know, many people said, man, ain't nobody going, this is a Christian country and ain't nobody going to accept. Well, I said, nope. Um, they'll turn it into something positive, make it into a toy. You can open your own, your own doors. No need to carry money no more and any of that. Right. And that right. people would eat it up. I didn't equate the whole educational piece to it where people would be educated to accept these things. I didn't. I didn't think education would go that far. I didn't see that far in the educational realm. I just figured education would be obsolete. Uh, but lo and behold, this generation, these younger generations we have out here now, they accept anything. They don't question very much. It ain't their fault. Uh, they're going to question even less in the future. Because the social credit scores now being implemented by Facebook in America, okay? Right. Dangerous stuff, man. Not a word or little or nothing being said about it. And I think there was you that sent me some Jesse Jackson Jr. stuff yes. over the weekend, wasn't it? Yes. And what shocked the shit out of me, um, not Jesse Jackson Jr., it was his other son. I forgot what his son, what his name was, but he actually talked about this to the congregation. They was talking about the social credit scores, algorithms, and artificial intelligence. And I said, damn, well, damn, he must be listening to truth for power. Because he, he was talking about it. He broke it down line for line, word for word, and how, how this is affecting, it's going to affect everybody, but especially black people, and don't fall for it. But yeah, this was just like a couple of weeks ago. He was talking about this in the, um, at Operation Push. Well, I call them all. I don't care which one of his sons or daughters. I call them all uh, Jesse Jr. I don't give a damn what their <laughs> name is. Uh, all right. of them Jesse Jr. As far as I'm concerned, uh, oh. and, and the one you're talking about, uh, he has been wanting to run for mayor in the worst way. Okay, because that whole family believe in nothing but electoral politics and power wherever they can get it. I think that was Jonathan. Okay. Yeah, that's his name. Jonathan yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh he would come he would come on the Negro radio station five or ten years after we talked about stuff and then talk about it. And they would pat him on the back and oh you so brilliant and, mm-hmm. and block I'm gonna use the old term block they skip it. Okay. Right. Well, we we have laid these things out years ago, years in advance of this guy, uh, but they want to treat him like he's something extra special. Mm-hmm. But that's what the Negro do because the Negro has been confused about uh, truth all his life. He's he looking to be accepted. That's the Negro. Right. So. I'm not surprised that he would talk about social credit scores uh, and, and these kinds of things, AI, and, you know, all I can say is what took you so long? Mm-hmm. 
Wow. And I guess exactly. the family know uh, I am not mm-hmm. a friend nor a fan of that whole Jesse Jackson enclave. All of it. Well, like I said, if you look at, well, you already know, like even with the, the board of directors, the board of directors are the pastors from all the mega churches around here in Chicago anyway, so it's all it's all connected. So birds of a feather flock together. You know, yeah. uh, Meeks, uh, Ross, all of them. Yeah, they're all part of the same thing. And around the country, it's the same thing in the black community, no matter where you go. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, family. With that said, I'll go ahead and mute my line. Hotel, and thanks for taking my call. Hotel, thank you. Okay, let's. uh... Good evening. Tugmo, Thomas, Hotel. Yes, good evening. Good evening, Brother Robert X. Dr. X, Sister Bev. How are y'all? Excellent, Brother. How about you? Oh man, I'm 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 surviving, bro. Had a um high blood pressure incident last week, but I'm back on my meds. I'm doing a little better. Um, man, the twenty fifth amendment. You angry, man? <clears throat> oh man, yo, at work, man, they pissed me off, bro. They told me at work, man, on a Wednesday, that um they made a mistake, and for this whole year. They hadn't taken um, my health insurance out of my check. So I owe them now this whole year worth of health insurance, and I have to pay it back to them in the next, you know, few pay periods until the end of the year, which comes up to, like, them taking $400 out of each check, which, you know, almost, well, it did make my pressure go sky high, you know what I'm saying? So I can imagine. Yeah, but, uh, you could. I'm going to you know, because I live check to check. So you take your $400 out of that check, he's like, man, are you serious? You know, well, try, so living from, try living from check to check. <laughs> Absolutely, man. That's when you ain't uh, got no check, okay? Mm. So I'm just living from CH to CH. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brother. I feel you, man. Yeah, it's not. It's not worse than though. You work. You work for two weeks. You get a check. As soon as you get home, it's all spent. You know, on um, you know, stuff you need to maintain your family. You know, um, the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Um, very, very interesting. Um, George, George H. W. Bush, as you said, um, he took over when um, they had a a colon. Um, cancer scare, and um, yeah. that was the first time. Um, well, the, he, that was the second time he took over for Reagan. The first time was when Reagan got um, shot. Um, but also, um, Dick Cheney he took over for George Bush twice. Also, that's right. Colon cancer, a colon cancer scare, both times, and each time it was for two hours. But what they didn't, you know, what I was looking, because I remember when 9-11 happened. And for a period of time during 9-11, Cheney was acting as president. Um, and Bush was in the sky, and, you know, they, he, he couldn't be found. Um, and right. they don't mention that one. I, I'm surprised they didn't mention that one. Um, but um, 
also what what also got me, and this was going more toward um, what's happening right now with President Trump. Uh, in 1987, um, Don Regan uh, resigned, and Howard Baker replaced him. Um, Regan said Reagan seemed lazy and unable to do his job and tried That's to right. invoke the se- um, Section 4 of the 25th Amendment against him. But, That's um, right. Um, somehow he they didn't want people to, to know that. that he had Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There were people in the administration that knew he had Alzheimer's, but they didn't. Other people uh, didn't want the public to know that he was uh, suffer suffering from Alzheimer's. So they shielded him. They shielded Reagan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what it brought me to, what, what it made me think of, is when Trump first um, became president. Um, that was one of the first things they were saying about him was his memory. You know, he, he might have a touch of Alzheimer's or, or dementia. I don't know if you remember that, but that was one of those things that the media was putting out there real early. And it sort that of disappeared. Correct. And, um, you know, they, they put it out there to plant the seed so they could come back to it if they need to. Um, you that, know. that was what we picked up on. We picked up on that. We said that that would be the the mode that they would try to use to get him out of office. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, Derek, I sent Derek some pictures today of the 5G um, right next to Rockefeller Center uh, up here in Harlem. But we got it on almost every other building. Now, I'm going to send both of y'all some pictures, man, because there's so many of them on some buildings. You're going to be like, my God. Uh, but the right. 5G is going to be able to tap into your personal frequency. It's going to be um, resonating at the same frequency that we, the people, resonate at. Um, they'll be able to tap into the frequency of whatever organs inside of your body because uh, it's going to be able to tap into that frequency as well. So if your lungs need to be vibrating at 48 you know, megahertz, they could very easily make that 43 you know, right. with, with the 5G, or they could speed it up. You know, they they could they could systematically have a different frequency for each one of us, and slowly be killing us with this um device. Uh, but you know, when you see them, because they're everywhere in New York, they're like three to five feet tall. I'm generally on on roofs of buildings. Um, they're about ten to twelve inches wide, and they're like white boxes. Um, and they got smaller ones. Um, I saw them on um, the red, green, and yellow um, stoplight, you know, um, for the cars in Times Square. Right. They had little little ones just right next to the stoplight. And I'm like, no one, how come nobody's, you know, complaining about this? But, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a reality. Um, and today I sent you an article with Switzerland, um, yeah, Boston Dynamics, um, big dog-looking apparatus they have, which they're very um, proud of. It looks pretty decent. Um, it's a robot, a military robot, just like what the United States has. But um, you can tell that it's totally different design and everything, but very interesting. Um, um, to me, the timing of this Kavanaugh situation, um, you know, it, I, I kind of agree with Derek here as well. 
another man being charged with no proof, no proof of something that happened so many years ago. And uh, the female never said nothing until now. It sounds like Bill Cosby. And today he's charged with um, three and a half years. Um, I, I hope he, um, you know, all right. Um, That's what they I, gave him, huh? Three and a half years. Um, That's a lot of time for him at his age. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And, and how much? How much cash? Because then comes the civil. Is he is he uh, eligible to be sued civilly? Hmm. I'm not sure if there's a statute of limitation on civil. You know, because um, it might be a statute of limitation on the civil uh, issue there, but um, that would be interesting. Um, but he got plenty of cash. But, um, of course, um, the, the way they work things is they don't want us to die without cash and leave it behind to somebody else. I know that yep. he has a very expensive collection of art by um, black artists that the Smithsonian, um, that he was... You know, because what they do is they'll buy this expensive art and then they'll rent it out to the museum so it really is paying for itself. Right. And they still own it, but the museum might have a 20-year lease on it or whatever. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, his art collection is in the hands of the Smithsonian and he's having a real hard time getting it back. So I wouldn't be surprised if they don't um, swipe that from him. Um, and he'll mess around and, and he'll die in prison, and then his wife will will fall off an elephant in the middle of Central Park. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, or nope, no, no uh, hair. Or, or her her Mercedes Benz will blow a tire in the middle of the highway, and she gets out there Absolutely. and takes tires. You know, <laughs> it's happened to him before. Um, Bill Gates um, on tape, you can YouTube it. Um, pretty much saying due to carbon emissions, which is melanin, um, in Africa, the least developed continent uh, with the least industry in cars. So it's the least carbon-emitting um, continent. So the only thing that could be emitting carbon is the people. Um, or the trees. But he plans to eliminate the population using vaccines, diseases, and food. Um, now, Warren Buffett is leaving all but $300 million of his over $100 billion um, fortune to the Bill Gates Foundation. Um, yep. As is Oprah leaving all her money behind to it, and Bloomberg is also leaving all his money behind to the Bill Gates Foundation. So there's a lot of money that's going to be um, flowing at creating diseases and um, killing us with the vaccines. Um, but um, Buffett, his son right now, I think there's a $6 billion project his son is overseeing in Africa uh, with Monsanto to teach to Africans, who I'm sure have been farming way before white people even came out the caves. Um, yeah, I saw to, that. How to farm with GMO seeds. So pretty much they're going to kill the soil uh, once you put that GMO seed in there. And they sprayed a roundup on it. It's it's about um can't grow no more of the real seeds in that soil anymore. So um they're gonna make Africa dependent upon 
the United States and Europe and whoever else has these GMO seeds. Um, China's also in that game now with Syngenta. Um, yeah, they they going to, you know, pretty much um take the, the make them dependent upon them. It's going to be terrible. Um, now today I had to go and pick up an envelope at work, <clears throat> and it's been terrible because I work a block away from the UN, and they have in general assembly. So um, just like getting Trump down the street. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Trump was there. Um, man. It, all the presidents just here, all of them. So you just see motorcades, 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 you know, secret service everywhere. The police are everywhere. They got this street blocked off, that street blocked off. You can't even walk down the street unless you can prove you work there or live on the street. It's, you know, it's just terrible. So either way, I had Crazy, to... man. <clears throat> yeah, they sent me all the way out. You know, I'm on 47th Street and 2nd Avenue. I had to go all the way to 40. Between fifth and sixth, and you had to go to, detour, you, had to take a, you had to reroute to Philadelphia to get where you was going. <laughs> yeah, man. But what where I went to, I was happy they sent me there because I was like, man, they sent me to this place called the Harvard Club. And um, as soon as I walked in the door, I knew what the deal was. I'm looking at the pictures and the poses of the people in the pictures, like okay, hitting hand, you know, I'm looking at all of it. So, um, I, I, you know, I had to pick up these tickets for the owner. Um, and, um, you know, so, you know, the lady wasn't there that I had to meet with. She, she'll be right back. So I sat down and just observed. And, um, I mean, um, man, you, you would have to see it. But I said, man, I wish Robert X could see this, man. <laughs> I can imagine, man. <laughs> when you said Harvard and Club. I knew yeah. there's a level of exclusivity that come with that name. Oh yeah, man. And and the doorman was a brother. It was you know, he was pretty much like, Nigga, what you doing here? I'm like, man, I'm here to see such and such. He's like, Oh, okay, you a good one. All right. I'm calling me. Make like, sure man, you, you know. Make sure you yeah. get in and out in a very expedient amount of time because two of us can't be seen on the field of the space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Well, he was in his uniform, you know, in his um, in his bellhop looking uniform. But um, also I had and it reminded me because I had went around the corner years ago to um do the same thing at the Princeton Club. It's right around the corner from the Harvard Club. But um, one of the <laughs> exclusivities of these clubs is you got you had to go to those schools, and it's pretty right. much that how they build it as um a place where people. Um, can um, you know meet up, but the fees, the way that they charge you for your your fees, is let's just say um, if you've only been out of college four years, it's four thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? If you've been out, right. you know, twenty years, it's like fifteen thousand dollars you have to pay right. in your fees for you know. So it it goes up the longer you've been out because I guess they expect you to be making more money. And you do. Oh, yeah, of course, bro. If you're networking with Harvard people, you know, I almost wanted to act like I was one down with the crew, man. Where they hiring at over this one? Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I sent you some pictures of um, Night Scope. Did you see those? You know what, man? You're going to gonna have to start sending stuff to my email. Okay, that's what I'm going to do then. 
and created nano handcuffs, hmm. nano lead cuffs. You are not going anywhere because you are being watched by uh, uh, drones that are giving your location to the nearest policemen that are available. So 20 miles an hour is acceptable because you're not going anywhere. Well, I want to say uh, thank you, Tugmos, and uh, we have other hands raised here. Let's do five two zero nine eight two. Good evening, family. Good okay, evening, family. Mr. How you doing, Mr. Mr. Um, X? We're doing great. Okay, so based based on some of the stuff that that you guys mentioned in the past, I just I did some research based on my background and trying to get back into the workforce, which I'm not going to now. So I looked into a few things when you mentioned. Um, the airports and having these <clears throat> weird service centers around the airports or people. So anyways, if I could, I'd, I'll just read through this document. It'll take me two to three minutes to, to get through it. Okay, go, so go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so this LLC, Akima, um, 40 operating companies serving six key markets, multiple small business and open markets, multiple companies holding ISO or CMMI, certificates in Hurton, Virginia. Okay, so under them is ICOON LLC. They do stat and ops, infotech, um, asset forfeiture, uh, materials management, domestic. And then, uh, so anyways, it gets to Senate Majority or Minority Leader Mitch Connell and Lexington Mm -hmm. Mayor Jim Gray joined military officials on Friday to celebrate opening of a new facility in Bluegrass Station in rural Fayette County. That officials say helped save 2,800 Kentucky jobs. Adjunct General Edward Tononaini called the opening of the National Guard Consequence Management Support Center an absolute grand slam home run, saying the elected officials stepped up to make the expansion expansion possible, protecting jobs, uh, 230 million in uh, Central Kentucky. Um, I'll just kind of get down to the nooks and crannies of it. Is um, so the National Guard Consequence Management Support Center at Bluegrass Station will provide logistic support for 111 specialized National Guard Homeland Defense Units located around the United States. Um, United States National Homeland Response Force and Chemical, Biological, Radiological, Nuclear, and High-Yield Explosive Enhanced Response Force Package Procedures. And these are GSA contracts, federal supply schedules, uh, goes on to, to talk about how these GSA contracts, uh, what, what they're responsible for. It's like general service administrative, uh, multiple uh, award schedules, MSA programs. Right. Um, G- these GSA schedule contracts, also known as GSA, schedule, uh, GSA schedules or federal supply schedules, are, are indefinite delivery, indefinite quantity, long-term contracts under general services. Um, so it gets into a little bit about Whatever, but the bottom line is, they are they basically are pulling in chemical wash stations, portable ones, into these units. That that's what a lot of this article got into when I was doing some research on someone who was looking for a, a, a cybersecurity analyst, which was my background, but no longer. So when you right. mentioned long ago how they were setting up these 
facilities along these airports and all these major cities and states. That's pretty much what it boils down to. Decontamination, mm-hmm. uh, um, clothing and supply for whatever reason, and that ties into a lot of stuff that you were talking about in the past. So that's all I really wanted to, to share with the family. I, I hope it brings light to some of the stuff that, that you were talking about. And the next time you, you folks are on, I'd like to bring some light into you talk about um, superhuman strength, if you will, or superhuman abilities to do some things. I, oh, I have some now, now that, that's nanotech there to the bone. <laughs> I have some research on um, – ancient martial arts practices, one that really isn't practiced today, and that's uh, Ishinru. And a lot of the Japanese um, were kind of given immunity for a lot of the Marines that were over in Japan, you know, around the Vietnam War and World War II. You know, a lot of these brothers came back with this art. And uh, so a lot of that gets into what I'll, I'll share with the family uh, next time that you're on. And with that, I, well, I'll we'll yield the floor. Well, we'll be on tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. I'll put a little something together then, and uh, I'll be back on tomorrow and, and join you all with, with, with a, a little bit of information on uh, martial arts and, you know, the whole breathing and, you know, you know, the whole uh, – I'll put together a, a little something based on what you guys have already reported on. I'm not going to get too far into the weeds right now. So thank you Looking for uh, to it, my brother. Thank you for your energy. Y'all keep me moving. Like I said uh, last time, you know, uh, thank you yes, very sir. much. Appreciate you all. Appreciate it, my brother. We appreciate okay. you. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Yes, we will. Peace and blessings. Right. Peace and blessings. Okay. We have um, – one one one. Oh, hotel sister Bev, hotel brother Robert. How are you doing? Hotel, my brother. How you get one one one? Man, it, it's a long story. I don't know why my phone does this, but uh, my every it, my phone is restricted for whatever reason, and it's crazy because I've been calling into the show from my, you know, my state residence phone, and it charges me. This phone is right. out of Quantico. Oh, yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. And it, and it doesn't charge me out of Quantico for whatever reason. Okay. I'm, I'm not, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm on a mountain, so I'm going to make this quick because I just want to um, get some insight. Now, you know, you know, the bearer is around where people can clearly see it now, right? The who? Uh, Nibiru, the planet. Oh yeah, yeah. I mentioned that earlier. <clears throat> yeah, I, see, I, I didn't, I, I didn't catch it. You say on it because you started speaking about your, um, your experience with the abductees. No, I was just saying that uh, the 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 shutting down of the uh, six observatories all at the same right. time. Uh, that there were uh, conversations talking about why would all these observatories be closed down at the same time. And I mentioned uh, two or three things, one being, well, actually two things, one being the aliens and the other being Nibiru, which could have been uh, part and parcel of the reason why the weather has been so crazy because it's been said that it would disrupt everything that's going on on this planet because it rotates in the opposite direction that the other planets do. 
And that, that broke, will cause a, um, I'm sorry, brother. Tsunamis, hurricanes, you name it. Total disruption. Right, right. Okay. All right, I'm going to go back and listen to it. The second thing I just wanted to um, ask you about, you were saying about civil unrest once Trump releases everything, right? Mm-hmm. What would it benefit? What would it benefit to put everything in chaos? Well, if I wanted to uh, declare martial law, mm-hmm. that would be a distinct possibility. And I'll be honest with you, I said this before: Trump could do that. I, I yeah, find it, his it, it, restraint. It, it, mm-hmm. I find his restraint based on everything that he's had to deal with. It's unbelievable. Uh, I think I would have cracked. I mean, the only reason why I say like, that because they 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 have to take the guns from the people first. Only right. a fool would would give up their guns because somebody said, "All right, give up your guns. Guns are illegal now." Like every other country, and every other country has paid for it. It's per se right. so in the history. You know, so I don't see American people giving up the guns on that level outside of them doing some, some type of truly, you know, make an example out of one for the many. But here's the problem with, with the whole insurrection thing. And there's one major problem, and it's called technology. That's the problem with it. I got it. I got it. Guns won't stop. Okay, with these people, and that's why I, I, I'm going to make it my business to get to the, the the negative scenarios of what could come out of this whole thing with Trump and the deep state and et cetera. And I don't even want to mention the name of it. All right, okay? don't, don't. But they don't have don't. to fire a shot. And they can incapacitate over 90% of the population in this country. Yeah, but you're talking about themselves too. They're not immune to them doing what they, you know, to the physical body, you know, what they can do to us. They also, you know, be affecting themselves. No, not necessarily. All right, I'm, 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 I'm gonna definitely wait on that. <laughs> and I'm also, I want to, uh, I hope the brother that just just got off, I hope he calls back into, because I understand where he was going at with the. Um, with the martial arts, right? I was say, I, I really right up your alley, ain't it? Right, right up my alley. So I'm, I'm definitely interested in hearing, um, you know, what information he's going to bring forth to the table. And with that, brother, I know you're tired. I know I haven't talked to you in a while. I was just able to get you. I'm still catching up on old shows, so please forgive me. And I, I will be back on more and more. Get, get a family on my love, my brother. Always, hotel. 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 Join us. Join us tomorrow. Hotel. Uh, let's see. Three one four nine one three. Hotel, brother and sister. How you doing? Hotel, Hotel you. brother. Excellent. Yeah, I've I've been enjoying uh, the show. Not only your show, but the show that they've been putting on uh, with Trump and uh, the deep state. As uh, they've been having their, their civil war, and um, it's you know um, it's been funny where 
they want to put charges on Trump and his lawyers on all of this stuff. When you study law, all of it is fake and phony because uh, <laughs> Trump is in charge of this bankruptcy of because the United States Corporation, they're bankrupt, yeah. and, and they're going into their last part of bankruptcy, which is liquidation. So Right. Uh, right and now, the only thing that. Yeah, the only thing that they have in the United States is slaves. So a lot of people better be careful when they, um, they're filling out this uh, census forms that's going to be coming up on what box they're checking. And everything yep. because um, Obama already signed the rights of indigenous people, and that that is for us to get our stuff corrected because Trump is doing what uh, Kennedy was supposed was going to do back in the '60s, and that yep. was bring back the gold and eliminate all of these Nazi agencies that um, that they have formed because all of these agencies, no matter what they are, departments. They all were formed by the Nazis, and all of these people are gotta go, because in Africa, in Africa, from South Africa on up, they're telling all Europeans, "You stole the land, you gotta go home," and that's why yep. he's been working with Russia, uh, and these people are going back home, um, back on the other side of um, the back of Russia to the Caucasus Mountains, and. Those so-called Jews in Israel got to pay the Palestinians reparations, and they on their way back to the mountains of Kazaria. And so all of these people are going, and um, they can't go back to Europe because they don't let all of the Muslims that they displaced in there. And they're like, <laughs> so. Yeah, so it's, it's funny, and so. Right, so here, you know, most of the people don't really know what's really going on, and we got so many uh, sellout Negroes that, um, you know, it, it, they don't know what to do. But um, it's they know it's coming, and this is why they're trying to hold off on Trump um, ending the Civil War because they're already at level three. He already raised the level of uh, martial law. Um, yep, a couple weeks ago. So that he is can correct. Get all of these people and. And so-called in the Senate, if they're not dead already, they got a lot of clones and robots and stuff running around, uh, yeah. you know, pretending. And so, um, you know, uh, all of these people, they're, they're scared. They don't know what to do because the Pope, he can't do nothing because they got papers on his warrants and uh, arrest on his ass. They tying them all up in the pedophile thing, my brother. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's you the know, lifeline. They got um, you know, uh, Russia told um, a couple about two, three weeks ago or early in the month, uh, Pompey. They told him he was going to come to uh, over to Russia to have a meeting, and um, he told him before you even think about getting on the plane, you better uh, take care of Joe Biden and his son. So they had to indict Joe Biden and his son for uh, human trafficking, pedophilia. And everything. Yep. So uh, they are, you know, they've been lo- Trump's been locking up uh, judges and uh, <laughs> all these people and people disappearing. And, oh man! So I've been enjoying the show. And you, you get it, my brother. I mean, you really oh, get yeah. it because that's exactly what's happening. 
and you know all of the Europeans that's been running around here and been having so-called positions. They hate Trump with a passion. You know, Man. I said. They said, you know, Trump is racist and this and that. I said, there's no such thing as racism. You know, there's no such thing as racism. And I said, I love Donald Trump. How are you going to love Donald Trump? He hates black people. I say, hey, black people too, because these people don't exist. You know, I, so, I kind of lost it. They throw all that stuff out there without benefit of evidence because when you got the media that's parroting each other, you don't need no evidence. The whole thing with this Kavanaugh character is all media-driven. There's no oh, evidence yeah. to anything that he's being accused of. But they're saying it don't matter. As long as the accusation is there, we should take it seriously. And what they're really saying is, because what's happening, is they're trying to uh, re the city of London is attempting to recapture this country, okay? In mm-hmm. Britain, you are, when the police accost you, everything you say, I'm sorry, everything you don't say is held against you. If you're asked a question by the police in, in Britain, you have to give them direct answers. If you don't, it's held against you. And there's no such thing as due process. Thirty years ago, we told the people this is the system of law that they were attempting to bring back that included debtor's prison to go with it. In the late 90s, they started to institute this stuff, including the debtor's prison, where people who had lost their jobs through no fault of their home would be held accountable and either locked up for not being able to pay their debt. It's the system of control. Oh, yeah. But, see, they already have something already like that because, see, all charges in the United States are commercial. So when they say a yeah. charge, it's about you have to pay the debt. You have to pay the charge because right. all those codes and statutes, they relate to a monetary value. And that's so correct. that's why... When you have that authenticated birth certificate, it is a bond, and it says full faith and credit of the United States. So uh, all of that stuff is messed. So they already have a lot of people in in those. Uh, what you think is prison is is a, really a concentration camp, and really in slavery because that's what the Thirteenth Amendment say. When you go to prison, you're in legalized slavery. So most people are in there because they didn't pay their debt because they didn't know how to pay their debt because they left their life in the hands of another another man. And that's why they say ignorance of the law is no excuse. And what well, you say is, can will be used against you. So, but ignorance of the law is an excuse because even lawyers, the, the, the system of law in this country is so discombobulated that no lawyer, no lawyer uh, is, is aware or privy to all of the laws that are being passed. So you've got specialized law. You've got to go to specific lawyers to deal with specific areas of law because there's too much of it. Well, the thing is, though, all so-called attorneys <laughs> are bar members. So if yes. you hire one, he's a bar member, that judge, that's, that so-called judge that's sitting in an administrative court in a in a um in a um 
administrative court is he's a member of the bar. That prosecutor yes. is a member of the bar. So where do you going to fit in at? They so, call them that's barristers. Right. That's the original word for them. Yes. barristers. Barristers, attorneys. So yes. those people are not working for you. They're working in their private club. And that's that why they correct. don't like it. They don't like it when those Moors and those sovereign citizens, so-called sovereign citizens, come in there speaking the law and no different things because they're not part of the system. So, it, because, you know, and they will cut you off and lock you up because these people, for them, it's never been about law. It's about it's, power. Oh, yeah, it's, it's all about getting... Um, putting those bonds up on Wall Street. But now nobody's taking that fake paper from the United States. So this is, you know, is um so all of these people that so called have wealth or think they supposedly have wealth, and if they made anything out of the United States, all of that is coming back to the United States. And this is why they've been Trump's been buying time. They've been uh, negotiating with Trump. Because uh, a lot of people are going to so-called lose their wealth because it's going to be flipped upside down. And uh, so it's interesting, as you know, because um, Trump already told you the first thing he came out and said, oh, that's fake news. So if you keep listening to CNN and all of that fake news, you're going to be misled. But uh, all they, you know, they, have to, they have to tell you the truth. Um uh, because they don't want all that karmic debt. Plus, you know, um, a lot of other things have been happening that, um, you know, outside of their control, as, you know, as in um, visitors and people from um, the near solar system coming in, locking this planet down, and um, other things that the European can't control because they've already been told, you're not the rulers of this planet. So you can't speak for anybody and this and that. And so those people they've been making, they've been working with those other aliens. They've been getting um, shot up and this and that. If you look up at night, sometimes you can see like, it looks like satellite, 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 whatever it looks like. It's a grid put up where you can't get in or out of this, off of this planet. So there's a lot of things moving on the, on the outs, on the, in the heavens as well as, you know, on side the planet. But, you know, that spooks a lot of us because of uh, we want to believe and the only thing we want to believe is Jesus is coming back. And the Pope already told you, ain't no Jesus, so ain't no justice. And so ain't ain't nothing coming back. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you're you're talking about the Jesse and his crew, you know, um, they locked up, you know, Jesse Jr., Jesse Jr.'s wife. Um, Jesse can't speak now. He's got Parkinson's, and he can't tell no more lies. And, um, you know, they they killed Farrakhan's first son, so he's shaking and rambling and uh, can't say nothing. But uh, it's funny, a lot of these Negroes that's been sitting around lying, Telling you this and that, uh, they gonna have to make decisions on uh, what they gonna do because uh, coming and it ain't gonna be nice. And, uh, and it ain't in their control. 
Yep, and, and um, so and like uh, a lot of for those guys for those guys in prison, like uh, Brother Rice been telling them this is a tax season getting ready to come up. They better file them LTC uh, tax return, long term care to get out them prison. Oh yeah, yeah, because once the uh, certain level of martial law go out, I, you know. Um, they have, especially like when they, uh, I'm here in Missouri, so when they were having mm-hmm. that Ferguson thing going on, those prisons were put on special alert, and they those guards have instructions um, if it was to go really uh, civil disobedience to shoot everybody in prison, you'd be shot right in your cell. So, you know, that's well, because you're a slave, you have no rights, no other things, because you um, didn't pay your, um, you didn't pay the charge because you left your fate, yeah, into somebody else's hand because you didn't know the rules of the game, because they have you um, listed as a merchant, you know, as a merchant in the United States, and so you're supposed to know how to conduct your business as a merchant. These are part of the rules, and they'll, they'll tell you in, at these banks, you know, um, if you go in. The lady was right. telling me I went to um, to cash a check at a that was made on a U.S. bank um, paper, and the lady said, oh, you know, um, instead of going to my bank, it's just they, the lady says, oh, yeah, they have you listed as a merchant, so we have to make sure we get all of this stuff in, you know. She didn't know I already knew that, but she just confirmed, you know, what's really going on, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, all of this fake money, uh, you know, these people are trying to do something with because uh, nobody else around the world is taking that fake money. But, um, yeah, they are on their way out, not only uh, out of um, these different countries, but off of this planet, too, because... The sun's going to kill them. And that's why they, um, you know, chemtrails and all of these other things, and they already know they're, they're gone. They, they've, you know, they've got maybe 25 years. So, you know, as it says, he sat up on the throne as if he was God, you know. Um, but, yeah, they're locking these people up, left and right, taking them off, accidents. So, um so I've just been enjoying the show. But uh, <laughs> I've enjoyed your comments, man. You need to call in so you don't have to try to put it up put it out there all at once. Call in a little more often. Yeah, I well, you know, I um I've got a I've got a six year old at home, um, single parent, so she keeps me busy, you know, um we're doing homework and getting things um you know, get her in by a um, certain time because her she goes to uh, private school and they start at seven in the morning. So, you know, uh, you know, so I'm um, I'm busy. Plus, you know, trying to um, you know wake up, you know, give out information to people, you know, about rights of indigenous people, which is very a very powerful document that um, says you don't you know a lot of those things that they want you to do um, or put you into their jurisdiction, you know, because, you know, I'd be all about the law. The law is science and 
these things, you know, uh, you can't be dealing with gatekeepers and a lot of stupid Europeans. No, no. So, you know, to get your, um, to get what you want to enforce, you got to be uh, on top of your game all the time. So, and we got um, and we got to quit ch- checking them boxes that say U.S. citizen. Every form they give you, exactly. They want to ask you, exactly. you U.S. citizen. That's saying you're yep. a slave. Y'all straight yeah, in my I, head. Um, yeah, I ordered um, a P.O. box online. So when I, I already uh-huh. knew when I went to the post office, I was going to have to deal with some dumb, stupid gatekeepers. Right. So, uh, I let them know, you know, we had a couple words and with uh, the gatekeeper and the stupid supervisor there, and but I'm putting the package together. So now instead of paying, I'm gonna make them do giving me general delivery, and I ain't gonna pay for nothing. So uh, well, you said you it earlier. How, the problem you know is, pop, and you know how powerful yes. that that dollar stamp is, because you know that's backed by gold and silver. It is more powerful than all these uh, fake dollars that they got out here. Oh yeah, yeah, but just, is a, um, just just make just make sure you you are cognizant that the people. Don't know. Ninety-nine percent of the people yes, in this country don't. don't know they anything don't know anything about law. No, that's right. That's right. And that's why but you uh, got to deal with those people that take oath because they oh, that's yeah. what you deal with. They know. And that's and that's why when you put a package and stuff together, you use a form fifty-six, and that's why the Pope yeah. he told them yeah. you have failed in your fiduciary duties. To the people, yeah. and that's when and when he shut it, you know, when he shut it down, uh, and Obama, being the forty fourth president, and four and four is eight, and eight is the sign of infinity, and the son of Allah. That's what that uh, with that eight. So that's why they brought Obama, because he said when he first got in, it started here in Philly, it's going to end here. So. Trump is just liquid doing the final bankruptcy because how many times he's been bankrupt, you know? Oh, he that's man. why they picked. <laughs> that's why they picked Trump. He got that down pat. Bankruptcy. Yes. Who is all yes. he knows how to reorganize the country. He's going to reorganize yeah. the entire system. And that's Bingo, why he said, you got it, my brother. He said, "I'm gonna make America great." You say nothing about the United States. You said America. That's right. It's a difference. It's a difference. And so that's right. he said, and that's why he told, he told, uh, he said, you know, the black people, you may not like me now, but you're going to love me when I get to no. Because he's, they, once they, he ends they, the they, Civil they, War, no. once he ends the Civil War, they have to recognize our country, our government, yeah. which was yeah. in the South, the Confederacy, yeah. they have to be brought back. And uh, be recognized And so they all know it And that means on the boat We're going to send a lot of Negroes with them With their masters too On the boat So you know I hope I'm around for that one Oh it won't, you'll be around Because it ain't going to be long It ain't going to be long It ain't going to be long Because it's already in the works Yep and that's why They're trying to get the guns Not from us we know you ain't got no guns Aided from right. the Europeans, because when the war, because a lot of the Europeans already know, and that's why he's trying to get these racist 
these so-called um, people up because uh, they know they got to go. And they know they got to go. And um, they already, because um, they've been told that um, you're going back on the boat. And a lot of these people don't want to go, you know, because I don't know where they're going, but they're getting up out of here. They're getting up out of South <laughs> Africa. They're getting up they're out of get uh, up. a lot of countries. And they're going to get us up out of here in a minute because we're um, right on the edge of shutting down. Well, yeah, I'm a, a they, if you say you from you say you are African American, they sending you to Ghana because they've already made uh, plans and uh, got base uh, paid Ghana some money for uh, they rent out some land over there for uh, military bases. And Ghana was the only country that said, "Oh, we were sorry for slavery," knowing that um, they weren't even participating in it. You know, and they but you know. They will always take Federal Reserve notes. You know, we always got a sellout amongst, you know, amongst us. So that's where they're going to, you say you African-American, they're going to send the people over to Ghana. If you say you are black, you're going to the FEMA camp. <laughs> okay? So, so you know, you better know who you are. What are they supposed to say? What's that? What are they supposed to say? That you are indigenous, you are more. This is Obama told you said Morocco. He had you know they have it on the thing. It says Morocco was the first country. He made that speech over in Africa to recognize his country, the United States. And then he read from the Treaty of uh, Peace and Friendship uh, from the Marrakesh Treaty uh, that said the United States is a Muslim country. All right and. There's a clip on YouTube. It goes. He's on. It's under uh, Geno Jenkins. He's. Uh, they're talking about homosexuals, and they bring in T.D. Jakes, and T.D. Jakes says, "Well, this is a Muslim country." And he said, "But, but, but this is that's a thing for another day." So all of these people that's been running around uh, talking about Christianity and this and that, serving up under the Pope, and they know who you are and what you are, but this um, they've already he put it out because he showed the American flag during that speech and everything of um, uh, showed the real American flag. So they put it they he's put it out and there's even a picture with uh, Obama and a picture with Noble Drew Ali. So all of these things have already been laid out. And set forth because this was supposed to have been taken care of back in the fifties, uh, but now there's been the claim. Does anybody want breakfast, guys? Let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The breakfast stampede meal. It's only at McDonald's where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just 2 bucks on the one 2 3 menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Here's three great reasons to get the new Samsung Galaxy S21 5G at T-Mobile. One, it's free for both current and new customers when you trade in an eligible device. Two, T-Mobile's the leader in 5G coverage. So three, you can unleash 5G speeds in more places with your new phone. Get the new Galaxy S21 free at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G coverage. Phone via 24-monthly bill credits plus tax. If you cancel credit, stop and balance on required finance agreement may be due. Contact us. Qualifying credit and consumer plan required. See details at T-Mobile.com. 